listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Something grabs a hold of me tightly, feel like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow. To the extreme, I'll rock the mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're back for another episode, uh, like 157 or some shit. It's up there. Yes. We're getting up there. And um, we have some guests in the house via Skype. Yes, we do. We have uh, Mr. Span from the Span Report podcast and also the SpanReport.com. Uh, you can check him out uh, where he's always talking about crazy random thoughts and ratchet tomfoolery. What's going on, <laughs> Mr. Span? Not much, man. Glad to be here. Definitely glad to be here. Cool, man. Um, and of course, you've, you've been listening to this podcast. You probably already know about Deidre. Yeah, because she's been on here. She's been on here several times before. Yes, and them dudes like her country twang and her voice. We they was commenting more about her voice than it was us. Yeah. Um, but flushing. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, Deidre is one of the co-hosts of Where's My Forty Acres yes. podcast. Uh, which you can find on iTunes or Podomatic. Um, and she has her own website because she loves music. And her website is MissMusicLover99.com. It's the number 99, where she reviews all types of uh, music and gossip and music and all kinds of stuff like that. And she also writes for ZillaSays.com. 
Um, and of course, if you're on the 48 Words by 48 Acres podcast and you already know about the Eargasm reviews that she and Brandon do, where they actually review uh, new albums and things like that. So say hey to everybody, Deidre. Hey, everybody. Cool, cool, man. Well, I'm glad we both could get y'all on. It was kind of short notice, but, you know, glad we had a couple people that were willing to be guests. Yeah, so Mr. Spade, don't you feel bad. Women like the sexy voice, too, so they'll be commenting about you in, in the notes. <laughs> we'll hear, we'll oh, talk about you on voice. the feedback show. You do have That's a sexy the first time I've heard. That's the first time I've heard that. Most Thank of the you. male voices we have, people do comment, and female voices. But DJ, DJ's the one that they went in. I was like, damn, Roger, did we do the show with her? Or did uh, she invite us on her show? Uh, I don't know, man. Every uh, every voice, see, what I do is I help the fellas out, but I make every man's voice sexy compared to mine. So <laughs> it's like I'm doing, them a, I'm doing them a favor with this high-pitched country-ass voice. Um, anyway. If you're listening to this show, you probably already know, but this is the Blackout Tips, and you can find us by searching on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, or Stitcher Radio, yes. uh, which is an application that plays podcasts, so you can hear the latest one of our episodes anytime. Yes, in its entirety. Yes. Uh, and of course, uh, you can follow us on Twitter, I'm at Roderick's Prime. I'm say that again, that is in D-A-T. Deidre, you're on Twitter, what's your Twitter handle? It's Miss Music Lover, which is it's MS Music Lover, all one word. And Mr. Spade, of course, you're on uh, on on uh, Twitter. What's your Twitter name? That's Mr. Span, Mr. Underscore Span, S P A N N. Cool. All right. So uh, everybody's on Twitter, of course. Um, don't forget when you go to iTunes, leave us reviews. We read five star reviews on the show. That's right. So regardless of what you say. Yes, you want to get your say-so in about the show, you leave a five-star review, we'll have to leave it on the show. It'll be kept in infamy. Yes, it's like somebody slowly stabbing you, but turning around and giving you $20. Exactly. (laughs) We will take that. (laughs) And of course, you know, uh, Facebook, join our Facebook group. I see membership is growing, which is kind of weird, man. Like, the most serious thing I've ever written is getting us way more... Uh, uh, people looking at the show and stuff like that. So I feel kind of funny because those people are going to listen to the podcast and be like, wait, this nigga was crying over Obama? He's, I know, one of the most ratchet people on the planet. No, I thought we was going to listen to something politically correct. Wrong. Sorry mm-hmm. to disappoint you people. No, I ain't sensitive, uh, which is why I think that was, <laughs> that was such an epic thing for me to even have emotions. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> of course, um, don't forget, go to the blackouttips.com. We have donate buttons. We appreciate everybody that donates, whether you do the recurring donation or you just do the one-time hit-em-up, pop-style donation. Either way, we're always uh, happy that you guys took the time out to give us your money to do this. Yes. Because right now, we just do it for free, but, you know, it costs us money to do shit. So everybody that contributes, y'all help keep this shit going, you know? Yes, you do. Uh, all right. So don't forget to do that. Um, join our forum. You can even sign up with your Twitter name. So you can just hop right onto the forums and interact there where we talk about all kinds of the, the episodes. We respond with people who just want to talk about specific things in the episodes and want to talk about their own get-ups and, and uh, their own topics with other members of the podcast, like people who actually listen to the show so fans can interact with other fans um, in case they're not on Twitter or something like that. Um, and of course... The official weapon of this podcast is... The official weapon is the taser. That's right. And the unofficial sport is football. 
and Bullet Ball Extreme. Oh yeah, and also guys, we want you to know too that um, now with all of the episodes, there is a poll that you guys can go in and vote on, and we read all the polls that we do during the week on Saturdays on our feedback episodes. Yeah, and you can even leave comments on the polls, which yes, I, which can. is a real cool feature. I didn't know they had that, but uh, you know, when I left that poll about is Rod a little bitch for crying, you know, <laughs> um, a lot of a lot of people had a lot to say, man. Yes, they did, and we read them on Saturday. Yeah, so I appreciate people that do leave comments on the polls. That's that's really cool, man. Um, all right, this podcast is sponsored. Woo-hoo! Yes, it's always happy when it's a sponsored podcast. Awesome. Yeah, um, and it's sponsored today by Shadow Dog Productions. Yes, you know our favorite sponsor. Um, this podcast is brought to you by the audio play, The Oak Box. Yeah. All we're gonna say about this one is that it's a drama, not a comedy, and it's fucked up. I listened to this one today yes. in the car. <laughs> That's all I can say is wow. It's yeah. enjoyable, guys. It's kind of creepy, man. Yes. It's pretty creepy, and uh, it doesn't end happily or anything. It's kind of disconcerting, and uh, it's not it's not just something to gross you out, but it's a really uh, it's an in depth uh, commentary on the emotional effects of art and the emotional states of uh, the the people who who. You know who, who do uh, appreciate art or experience art, and I think it has a lot to say. But yeah, it's fucking, it is fucking creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's enjoyable. It's really? Yes, yeah. It's, is it like, it's like black swan creepy? Yeah, uh, I, yeah, it's kind of like that. It's kind of uh, kind of black swanish, like not, not um, and it's an audio play, so it's all in your ear. You know, leads a lot to to your imagination, but you have to really flesh it out with your mind. Yeah, yes. yeah, but it they do, is. Man, they do such a good job, man. Right. You really sit and let your imagination go. You be like, whoa, whoa, man. Right. With the voice actors, you kind of do. They did a great job with. Uh, I don't know if they had two different voice actors that did like the internal thoughts of this guy, yeah, and then the external, like the way he actually talked, yeah. But even that shit was creepy. It was just fucking creepy, man. Anyway, y'all go check it out. I will wow. put a link to it on the show. It's uh, very good. On the blog. Uh, but you can find the audio play at shadowdogproductions.com slash oakbox.html. Um, make sure you guys check it out. I'll put a link up there. Ah, anyway, let's go ahead and, uh, do some podcasting. Yes, sir. Now that all that's done. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) cause I had to do that every show. So it's like, I eventually I get tired of just being like, so, guess what the official weapon of the show is? <laughs> it's still the taser. Oh, yes. If that ever changes, we'll let you know. And if it ever changes, it's going to be something epic. But I don't think nothing could take the taser down. Now, can we talk uh, with Mr. Span real quick about what is the SpanReport.com? What can a person expect to find when they go to the SpanReport.com? Well, generally... Um but I, the spanreport.com was like a news blog. Like I would just point, you know, post up uh, news from the Detroit area, uh, the Chicago area, because that's where I'm from. But then I'd also find like crazy ass stories from around the country, around the world, and I would post that there. And uh, that's generally what the spanreport.com is. You know, this, that's what that was. But like the podcast was supposed to be an extension of that. But then um, I started like trying to 
you know, be humorous with it. You know, I don't want to bore people when they listen to the show. So I want to present the news to you. I want to present these topics to you, but I don't want to bore you while I'm talking for about an hour and a half. So that's what that's basically what you'll find at the Span Report. Okay, cool, man. Now, what about um, what I like? I, I go to the place and the first thing I see is a picture of Gucci Man with an ice cream cone in his face. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you just promoting ratchetness on the show? Or no, man. <laughs> see, the thing of it is right now with the SpanReport.com, I'm going through some changes with that because uh, I'm moving it from the, the news blog portion of it to where I really want to just focus it on uh, the Span Report podcast. And I want that to be where people can go get the podcast. They can go look at the Span TV videos from YouTube and things like that. And I want to incorporate some forms into the SpanReport.com. So the SpanReport.com is actually going through some change. That's a pretty old post okay. that you're looking at with the uh, with the Gucci Mane <laughs> ice cream cone tattoo. <laughs> now, um, how did you end up hooking up with uh, the Haterazzi, uh radio show um, in the first place? Because that's where we heard about you yes. when we when you were doing shout outs in the background or in between breaks of the uh, Dark Haters show. Um, you know, it's funny because, like I said, I, I, I first got on The Hater from YouTube. And um, I was just like a listener to his show. And, uh, you know, we hooked up on Facebook, became Facebook friends or whatever. And one day I was at a, a football game because my daughter cheerleads. And I was just in the crowd watching the football game. And I started just having these, uh, like, I started seeing people with, like, crazy shit going on. And so I like saw somebody else like uh you know shout out to this bro with this like coogee green eyeshadow on her eyes you know <laughs> or, or like shout out to the people that make like really they, no, shout out to the people that make comments on Facebook thinking they like really deep and nobody liked their commenting on their status and shit. And I, so like I just like had like a string of them like before I knew it I put up maybe thirty shout outs in about ten minutes and um you know people started uh. They just started connecting with them, like they was liking them, they was using them or whatever. Hater was like, "Yo, man, I would really like to use these for the show," and I was like, you know, I was honored for that, you know, because I, I listened to Dark Hater, I was a fan of Dark Hater, so for him to say, you know, he wanted to use something that I put out, it's like, yeah, by all means, yeah, we could do that, and that's just basically how that came out. Like I started recording the uh, the stuff I had written down, and here here we are. Cool, man. Cool. Okay. <clears throat> and I had never heard that before. Now, Deidre, what made you decide to start Miss Music Lover 99? I mean, first of all, there were 98 people that loved music before you. Like, that just... <laughs> that's <laughs> really crazy. <laughs> um, well, I've always been a, a really, really big uh, love of music. So, any chance that I get to talk about it, whether it's good or bad, you know, I'm doing it regardless if it's talking to friends or you know like going on SOHH you know any other music forum um and a lot of people beforehand always say like you just need to start a blog and I was like man I don't have the time to do it but um I noticed like the more that I did you know put blogs out and you know write my reviews regardless of if I'm you know praising it or saying it's the worst shit ever in life you know, people are appreciating the honesty that I did give them, and they know that, you know, I'm not going to lie to them about anything. So, um, something that kind of was before, I guess, a little more not as um, serious, I, it started to get more serious for me, especially since 
more people came back and actually like enjoyed my po- you know post and they actually got to listen to artists that they may not have ever heard of and you know they, beca- they became fans of it so that's so, how it all came about and I have a question how did you uh, get up with Brandon and them to even um, get on Where's My 40 Acres as a host um, he hit me up I think on Twitter and was like um, cause he was on um the boards too and um so i used to listen to his stuff um just like i used to listen to you guys and um he was just like oh you know i want to start you want to be a guest on on the show and i was like yeah well you know sure so i became a guest and i think brandon said don't quote me he was like that was like a lot of people's like oh you need to bring her back because i think we were talking about all kinds of crazy stuff that time but um it just kind of became, you know, not just me being a guest on the show, but actually just being a regular. So, I mean, I'm very appreciative of that. Yeah, I remember that show. Y'all were talking about the time that you used to fuck your old boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember that episode too. Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> she used to she used to pull out the uh, pull out the apparatus and ask him what the uh, what the double sided dealio was. Oh no. no. <laughs> I, I didn't do it on a regular it was a request and I think well I would hope so I mean I would I would hope that anytime something mm-hmm. enters your asshole is by request yeah it wasn't anything forceful I wasn't like you know give me that asshole it wasn't like <laughs> <laughs> you wasn't a man or nothing like that so I right. Yeah. right I didn't you know put him in a chokehold or nothing but it, yeah, it was a, <laughs> it was a <laughs> that's that thing like <laughs> I think I'll always be known by that. So after y'all broke wow. up, when y'all were breaking up, did you ever uh, use that as leverage against him? No, I no, I didn't. Mm. I, I like when when we broke up, it was it was already terrible. Like, but it was already going downhill. So um, no, I didn't. I mean, I could, and I guess if people that know me, you know, that they actually do listen to the podcast. They probably can put two and two together and figure out who I'm talking about. But um, I think that's bad enough. But so I never you, back in his face. So you never regret it, like, uh, just once not putting it in his face? Like, but that's why I fucked you in the ass, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no, no comeback from that. No. It's, it's really not. It's really not. I think I have pictures. I think. Wow. wow. He took pictures, too. Uh, okay. I took pictures. Um, God, that's crazy. Oh man, they're somewhere around here. I mean, yeah, like I could have did, you know, like serious damage. And then at that time, he was in the military, so. Oh, well, don't ask, you. don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> no, it could have been like terrible for him, but you know, I'm not. I've never been that type of person. Like, you know, when you do people wrong, it comes back. So, you know, if he's getting fucking ass by a guy right now, I mean, it came back. So. Wow. Well, I'll tell you this much. If somebody, uh, <clears throat> a woman fucks me in the ass for during sex, we are together forever. Forever? <laughs> forever, yeah. ever? Yeah, we not breaking up. Because that, sh- that secret got to die with us. <laughs> Fuck that. I can't be having you on no podcast telling people and then the shit might get back on these streets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the thing. Like, a lot of dudes... Well, you know that I mean I've talked to maybe I don't know these are all the people I attract but it's been a lot of requests of like the ass leaking and the finger oh. and 
Oh, so, wow. Yeah. I think it's the kind of dudes you're attracted to? Because, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, that I'm not trying to say that makes somebody gay, but uh, I've never wondered about that shit. Mr. Span, you ever? No. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> Listen, I look like... I'm real uptight about that. Like, even if she thought to grip me a little too tight around the ass, I'm like, wait a minute, baby, you have to let this shit go. <laughs> you know, and, and like, it's just, it just makes me wonder because, um, like, she's a fan, or I shouldn't say, well, I guess fan, of Little B, and he's always talking about being a pretty bitch and how he's gay. <laughs> Is that what attracts you to Little B? No, Lil B, well, I, Lil B looks like his breast thing, so he, he'd never be attracted to much. <laughs> he does, does he? He does. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's it's just weird because, like I said, I don't bring things like that stuff up. It's not like I'm bringing it up like, oh, do you like to do blah, 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 blah. I mean, you know, to me, it's like if you feel comfortable, I guess maybe they feel comfortable with me to mm, to say that they like me. comfort. Hell or, yeah. Or maybe that they want to try stuff. I, I mean, and me being the person that I am, unless it's to me, it's like ridiculously like, oh, hell no. And then I'm going to be like, okay. I mean, I'm not doing it to no random dude, but then no random dude is asking me things. Like, it's somebody that I know, you know, been talking to for a minute, but. Well, I, I mean, Mr. Spann, you ever been that comfortable with a chick? No. Right. Never. I can't. <laughs> ever. I'm, even with my daughter's mother, we were together for years, man. It was like. Nah, nah, baby. I don't want like no rusty trombone or nothing like that. Just <laughs> <laughs> the rusty trombone. You don't know what the rusty trombone is? No. <laughs> okay, well, not that I know from experience, but from what right. I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> the rusty trombone is when she's like blowing into your ass while jacking you off. Oh. Okay, yeah. I've done that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you have fucked a dude in the ass. I mean, what what more? Can, what is the envelope after that shit? What is the next thing on the list that you haven't done? I you know? say it's another level to it. Where have, where have right. I been? Like I, I think that's the end. It's, okay. Like you've seen all the internet. <laughs> you have reached the edge. <laughs> and I mean, it's 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 a lot of things I I haven't tried, but. Yeah, that one was. I think that'll always be a once in a lifetime experience. <laughs> I so, I don't know, man. It just seemed like the the masculinity roles would change after that shit. You know what I'm saying? She just come home and be like, "You gonna let me get in that ass tonight?" <laughs> like what? No. That was supposed to be your secret thing. You gonna wear them pretty pink thongs I bought you, girl? Yeah. <laughs> you. Hey, did you ever smack him on the ass with the dildo? Yes. Oh wow! Oh, this nigga. I mean, when, you're, when you're in that like in that mind frame, I mean it's it's so it's so crazy because you know, especially for a woman, and you know, a lot of women are like to be submissive, so it's like the roles are flipped. So you're, I mean, that's like the most dominant you could probably be. Yes. You know, so you start, you know, getting a little aggressive. You know, I pulled his neck, like you know how you guys do. You know, yeah, I smacked him. I talked some shit. Choked him? He loved it. Yeah. So it made me want to do more. Oh, did you choke him too? I choked on the back of the neck. Okay. I grabbed him on the back of the neck. Oh, no. 
Oh. That that hard grip. Oh, these are all these are all my nightmares. It's like right. It's one step. <laughs> it's like boondocks. I don't want to be annually raped. Just yeah. playing over and over in my head right now. <laughs> like I mean, what does this nigga think about? It wasn't like I like I said. I didn't take it. But right, but I'm just saying. Like, what does he think about? Like, what kind of porn does he own? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because like that's got to be some hard shit to find to be like. I just want a woman to fuck me in the ass. The thing is, and what makes it so crazy is that unless he wasn't telling me he was watching, like he was, and I think I've, I've talked about this before, he was so, like, very, very, like, not cool with, like, normal things. Like, like I said, I had piercings and he didn't like that at all. I mean, it was just, for him to want to do that it was such an extreme for him. Because he was like a square almost. You know. So what did you think the first time he asked you to fuck him in the ass? I was like, what? I was like, are you serious? And he was just like, yeah, you know. He's like, um, you'd be the only person I would ask to do this because, you know, he felt comfortable enough. And like I said, we were dating at that point in time for like maybe two and a half, three years. So he was like, I feel comfortable to ask you to do this, you know, without any ridicule. So me being me, I kind of thought for a second. I was like, sure. <laughs> Yo, that's that's love or some shit. I don't know. That was like, I, like for real, like I was like deeply in love. Like you know, we were talking about marriage and stuff like. It's like I mean, I saw him as this was going to be my husband anyway. So it wasn't like I said, it wasn't anybody that you know I was talking to for like two, three months. Yo, you know, that would have been the side eye, like what nigga? But you know, him it was a whole different story. Oh, black me on that wait. Two to three months would have been like, hold up. But two and a half years is like, well, you know, I guess I could do that. <laughs> well, it's still, you asked. It's, it's no. still pretty suspect to me. But you I'm just saying. life. So I was like, sure, you know. I was this. Uh, so, like, yo, Span, I would have tried yeah. to play that shit off. Like, I would have like, hey, I want you to fuck me in the ass. What? Ha, I got you, nigga. I'll fuck with you. <laughs> I wouldn't even did that, man. I'm, I just, I, I, I just can't do it. I'm sorry, like. No, no, I'm not saying I would do it. I'm saying if I brought that shit up and she said what, I just play it out. Like I wouldn't have the like balls to be like, you know what? Yeah, I am serious, and this is what I want. I think I would have just been like, ha, I gotcha. You know how we do. Assume the position and everything. Oh, so wow, oh, wow. Did he? Swore- <laughs> Did he want you to talk to him? I, I at first, I mean, I didn't because it was kind of like, okay, this is like I said, it was. It's not like I'm experienced with this, so it was. Just like, <laughs> okay, I think this is what I'm supposed to do. Experienced the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what if she would have been like, hell yeah, I've been one. I've been waiting on you to ask me to fuck you in the ass. This is what I do. I've been waiting for that asshole. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I watch how you walk across the room. <laughs> <laughs> what took you two and a half years, nigga? Go <laughs> get but, my strap on out. <laughs> <laughs> the more, like, I guess the more I got, we started doing it, and the more, like, the moaning, and he really got into it. So that's when the the talking came out of me, like, like normal. So did, did you get like aggressive in his ears? Start talking sexual? Oh yeah, I talk nastiness. Like <laughs> I was very aggressive. Oh, Very right. Like I said, grabbing the neck. Like I said, everything that you know a man would do for you, you know, I guess doing doggy style, like the rough one. So I did the same thing. Wow. I try to be nice during sex. You know, I just be like, are you okay? 
Sarah King, how was your day? Do you need some water? Yeah. <laughs> Let me know if you need a break. Don't overheat, girl. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just switch it up during sex. Like, I'm completely different during sex. It's just like, I'm an asshole. <laughs> well, so is he. So is I he, talk, technically. I talk, I talk shit. I'll, I'll give out orders. It's like, yo, this is how I want this done, baby girl. This is how we need to do this. Man. And some, some, yes, 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 Deidre. <laughs> I, think, I mean, Roger, do we need to leave and get him alone? This is our show. Get to where I get my water. Go ahead. <laughs> Turn into the uh, Wesley Pipes. <laughs> you better be careful, Spain. Don't I don't know. bite off more than you can chew. You I fuck around, get fucked in the ass. <laughs> I know. I won't see no red hat and socks on. Then I know we got problems. Oh no, man! <laughs> oh, you know, with yeah. a new tattoo with the gun step strapped to my stomach and shit. <laughs> your pussy almost good as your sister's. <laughs> I that's, said, oh, girl. That's that you know, it's funny because I can't stand watching that motherfucker in porno. I'd be like, well, you shut the fuck up. Man, nothing, oh, ruins, nothing yeah. ruins a scene for me more than the, the reveal of Wesley Pipes because, you know, they always do the like, well, at least in the ones I watch, they normally do like the couple minutes with the girl first. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, there she is by herself, about to shake that ass. And mm-hmm. she's like, you know, oh, she might, oh, she's playing with the pussy. It's on. It's about to be on. Yeah. And then here comes Wesley Pipes, and that shit just ruins the whole day. Like, oh, oh damn. That's how I feel. I'm like, nigga, shut up. Why are you? Terrible. Right. He's terrible. And it's like, I like. You know, like with my porn, I don't like storylines. I like it straight to the point. And then I like, you know, moaning, but not the fake stuff. But with him, he goes on mute. Yeah, I, don't has- need, I don't need the comedy hour. Right. Yeah. This nigga's busting jokes and shit. Come on, give me that grown pussy like you used to. This is this is probably the first time you fucked it, all We know. Right. It's, uh, fuck me like a, a, a banker when a black person come in yeah. and try to get a home. Come <laughs> here, girl, at the big polar bear you are. What, nigga? What is yeah. she talking about? I can't laugh and jack off at the same time. <laughs> that is not entertainment to me. Yeah, oh. them two emotions are different. I- I hate like poorly made porn where like you could tell they they didn't really edit the shit right and you can hear them uh, you can hear them like shouting out directions and shit okay action yeah and, it's, <laughs> and then they start moaning and shit like uh as a matter of fact I remember I had one porno man where like this they obviously put some liquid in this woman so she could leak it out Wow. And like I'm watching it and I could tell okay that's that's fake as hell that's not really her doing that. And it's, I'm like, my, uh, my brother, we sitting up watching this shit together. Don't ask me why and shit, but we sitting up here watching this shit together. <laughs> and, like, and he's like, yo, man. He was like, you see that shit? I'm like, Calvin, it's fake, man. He's like, nah, man, that's for, I'm like, no, dude, that's fake. Rewind it. We can hear the directions, nigga. <laughs> that's fake. He's like, no, nah, man, you can't tell me that ain't fake, man. You can't tell me that ain't fake. And, and even worse than that, I hate the pawns. Well, people are sitting in the background watching them, and they don't even edit their asses after shots. <laughs> he was like, why is your grandma back here watching y'all fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I saw one where they wasn't even watching them. It was just like a nigga in the room watching the game. I seen That's one person the- walk in the room, and they like caught, yeah. caught his feet, and then he backed out. No, I'm I'm literally talking about, this. Is, I think this is even worse. It was just a motherfucker watching the game. He's just like, oh, he just up by three. Like, that, is, that is terrible. Like he's not involved in any way. He's not even looking at them. Uh, it's like they're invisible or something. I don't know, man. But um, they have like the cell phones. Like I've heard cell phones go off. 
Yeah. And I saw one where the cell phone went off. And then they did, like, you know how you can stop it and then, like, Photoshop in, like, uh, some words. And they was like, that's her man calling. And she ain't even oh, calling no. that. Oh, damn. Damn. Oh. Um, but, uh, did you ever question his sexuality after this? Or were you just like, nah, it's, he's pretty, he's straight, but this is just something that he's into. I never, actually, I never did. Maybe I should have, but like I said, when you, like I said, I was, this is like engrossly in love, like, but I never, actually I never did, like, I, to me it was more, I, I'm glad that he felt comfortable to ask me to do something like that. Right. Not, you know, well, well dang, you know what I'm saying, how long has he been dreaming about penis in his booty? <laughs> wow. Wow. <clears throat> That's crazy, man, because with the yeah. whole download phenomenon, like, I, that would like you would think that would be kind of scary for women, especially you know like it's one thing if like you think your dude might be fucking some other chicks on the side, but like every dude got dude friends and shit, and like I wouldn't even feel safe like if your dude if he was like yo I'm about to go to the court with Craig and them, be like oh really I might want to go. <laughs> I don't know where y'all niggas going. It might be a hotel receipt or some shit coming back from this. Now did you ever did, did you already have a strap on or did y'all have to like go to the store and prepare for this or order stuff from online? Like well, how did that I, process happen? I had <laughs> I already I already had one. Um Of course, of course. Of course. <laughs> in my in my you know, trunk of goodies. I've oh, I already had one. It was like it was this thing that I bought, and it was like a dual thing, so it was like a strap on, but then you could also use it as like a vibe, like you can put a vibrator with the strap. So, you know, you don't have to, you know, hold the, the, the vibrator, you can just put the strap on, and then you can just let it roll. So, I've, I, luckily I already had those goodies, so we didn't have to go to the store or anything like that. Now did he did, you, did he buy those goodies for you? You all had you already had those before y'all. I already had, had those. Yeah, I already had okay. Because I was wondering if he did like some uh, kinds of social shit and then tried to like secretly, you know, like oh, you know, I found this cool strap on thing that you can kind of use. <laughs> <laughs> this was like it was it was I mean literally like out the like it wasn't like he kind of talked about it. Then we waited a few days and then it happened. This was like in the middle of sex. He asked me. Whoa! Wow! Oh! Yo, man, you you a true like, whoa! And then I was like, really? And then he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Because I'm not even gonna lie, like I, you know, I love Karen, but if she just in the middle of sex was like, all right, well now fuck me in the ass, I'd have to think about that a little bit. <laughs> I hope you think like, about I, it hard too. Yeah, it wouldn't just be some. It wouldn't just be some like, oh well, fuck it then. Let's hurry up and get this on. I'd be like, hey, what? What is the safety rules? rules on it this? is like, what the regulations? Well, yeah, did I do something? Yeah, crazy? like when, when did you tell me you was into this? <laughs> I mean, you'll be surprised. Well, I guess, and, and I'm just speaking for myself. <laughs> just the thing <laughs> I ask you, you know, during sex. So, right. but that one was, like I said, the extreme one. Yeah, I mean, when you're having sex with somebody, ideally, you would hope that it's a judgment-free zone. Yeah, you know, because yeah, I mean, it's, it's more intimate than sticking your dick in something. I mean, honestly. So, real right. or fake, it's still intimate. <laughs> you would hope that at that point that you would be like. At least giving consideration to whatever it is. Like maybe y'all can talk about that shit afterwards, but you know, I mean, I, I mean, there's still some shit that I wouldn't do. Like if you're having sex and some chick is just like, now choke me and tell me you're raping me, I'd be like, oh, oh, I, that is not appealing far. to me. No, 
And then you'd be surprised some dudes would be like, okay. Like, it wouldn't even yeah. be like that filter of, let me think about it. It'd be like, I'm about to grab your neck, like, right now. Obviously, Ben Roethlisberger has to have sex with somebody. I mean, <laughs> 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 All right, man. Let's get into some, well, I guess they're random thoughts, but, you know, just random shit that happens. This week, I found out at my job, apparently, nobody ever told me, but uh, it's a lot like uh, your school, you know, when you were a kid, not like not like college or high school. Um, if you, I'll just read this email, and you guys tell me what you think about it. Maybe I'm overreacting. Mm-hmm. It's from our, our manager. He says, team, mm-hmm. there have been multiple people this week that have gone downstairs to the first floor during work hours to either the deli or the vending machines. I would ask your support in not going to the first floor for food or drink, except on your breaks and lunches. If you have a very unique or special need to go down to the first floor for food or drink, please discuss this with your immediate supervisor. What? Wow. Right? Isn't that like something you tell like a fifth grader? Sit your ass down. Yeah, I'm 32. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what? And when jobs do that, they wonder why one day motherfuckers snap and just go in and just shoot and kill everybody. Yeah. I, I mean, come on now. I mean, and, and the thing is, is that I understand people want productivity or whatever you're doing. They want the most out of you. But at the same time, you can't treat employees like shit and expect people to stay yeah, or exactly. expect you to be happy. You know, then they wonder why you don't have no no work with morale, why people don't interact with each other, why people sit at the desk all day, why they look like zombies at work. Yeah, I really have wondered before this why I was the only person in my department that submitted an actual review that said, Here's some shit I'd like to learn next year. Because they zap the shit out of people. People go, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> how, you how you gonna tell me when I can do anything and then be like, oh, well, who wants your comment? No, the hell you don't. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> that, would make most people, that would make most people angry. That's how I felt. I felt angry. I mean, yeah, we I have, um, like at my job, what they'll do, uh, they have this thing they call like the Gallup survey or whatever. And they'll ask us shit like, uh, what do you, do you feel like you have all the tools needed to do your job correctly? Stuff like that. They'll ask us this shit as it, you know, to to try to make it seem like our input is important. When more often than not, it's just like, okay, we're going to make it seem like your input is important. Really, we're not going to change a damn thing. Yeah. They don't even send us surveys. Like, it was just very weird for me because one, I've been working there for about a year and a half, maybe, and I've never heard of this. This has never come up. You know, I've routinely uh, gone down and gotten a snack. It, like it would, it literally takes, I'd say, a total. It, if it took a long time, I'd say three minutes to go wow. get something from the snack machine. So like there, and like, and there's been times where I went and got like a soda or something because I was like, I'm gonna fall asleep at my desk. I have work to do. I just need to get some caffeine. I need to walk around for a second. And then I'll come right back. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, I've never thought, well, let me tell my manager I'm going to go get a snack. And, and, and you know what? Oh, no, go ahead, Karen. I'm no, sorry. And, and the, I'm sorry, babe. And the thing that pissed me off about these rules, they kind of sort of have to be like that because you got assholes that don't know how to behave themselves, and they behave like children. But just and that's do, sad. Like, but call them out and talk to them. Don't mm-hmm. punch the whole group. <laughs> Like we on a right. fucking school bus right. and, and, and act like, you know, everybody is unruly. Right. I feel like it's laziness. Like managers yes, don't want to do, do their, their job, job and actually manage employees and look into what they're doing. So instead, 
they pass these dumbass rules like I like you know earlier this year was the popcorn thing mm-hmm. oh uh, you're taking two minutes to make popcorn you gotta either make it on your break or not at all it's like why, why do you want my workplace to be miserable? Why do you want it to be miserable? Yes, it did not come on my face with some fucking birthday stuff or, or something like that. Or, 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 or let's have a, uh, what you call a potluck. Fuck you. You don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it makes you think, like, if they're, if they want to, you know, mandate you going to get a soda, the next thing they're going to try is they're going to mandate how many times you go to the bathroom? And some jobs. My job isn't like that, but I've heard there are jobs that's like that. They actually monitor how how long you've been gone, how many bathroom breaks you take, and shit like that. Yep. And you're like, come on. Yeah, I was very Verizon is like that. Like the call centers in Verizon, yeah. that yeah. they feel like when you have to like literally like clock out to go to the bathroom. Are you serious? If you take X amount of time, you know, it's like points deducted or. We get, uh, you know, something along the lines of where you can get fired from it. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I do telemarketing, it was pretty much the same thing. Like, if your pause time was over, like, maybe 10% of the day, then, like, you would start getting write-ups for that. If you were away from the phones for, you know, a certain amount of time to do whatever. Like, if it was just break time or to go to the bathroom or whatever. But if you had over 10% pause time, they were, like, writing you up and get ready to get rid of you. Yeah, I mean, I really, I hate this job. I hate these people that pretend to care about you. Like, when they, like, you know, I've had my manager come over and, like, most of the conversations he even has with me is always like, so did you do? And there's some ridiculous number of shit that I couldn't do. Like, it's, like, that's part of the joke. It's like, did you do a million of these such and such as today? And I'm like, no, of course not. That's crazy. <laughs> and and I, that's a terrible yeah. joke. And I just tell them every time, like, I just did the most I could do with what I had. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. And it's never like a, hey, I'm just fucking with you, my bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always a, well, all right, well, hey, don't fuck up your job. You know, it's just one of those, yeah. like, why do you need to put that over me? I come to work, I do what the fuck I'm supposed to do. I'm the only motherfucker in the department that show any type of initiative or ambition. Yes. Why why are you trying to, to to just sap that out of me, man? I don't get it. How is this productive? Like what technique are they learning as managers that makes them think this is the best way to get the most out of people? And, and you know what I I've, I've realized too that sometimes it's a culture at the job. Things like that starts from the top and kind of trickle their way down. And I've realized that if the top management are assholes, are they all about that dollar or they all about productivity or whatever the case may be, they push those instructions down to the manager, really not giving a mm-hmm. fuck about the employee that really has to deal with the ridiculous rules and regulations that they yeah. make up just right. so they can meet your quotas. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Lisa. Oh, no, I was saying, yeah, that's oh. true. But then in, in a nutshell, too, it's like everybody can't be a manager. Right. You know, I think a lot, and then they screw the lines of what all managers and, you know, even, you know, upper operations, what it entails. And, I mean, at the end of the day, you're still managing people. Yes. So you can't treat them like robots. You can't treat them like six year olds, especially some grown ass, you know, men and women. You can't do that. But a lot of managers, they don't get these, they don't get training. No, you know, to understand what it all entails to be a manager, they just get the title. So they yeah. feel like, oh, I got the title, so I have the authority. So that means, you know what I'm saying, I can tell niggas what to do. And it's clearly our department because other parts of the building and other departments don't seem to operate like this. I've watched other departments where they just, you know, they leave and come at will, and, and it seems to be cool. So maybe I just need to get out of this department, but it just... 
I've never had a job like this other than like a minimum wage McDonald's type job where, you know, the fact that he yeah. would even send something like that and put it in writing is one of those like, really? This is how y'all get down? Yeah. Bold enough to tell everybody to do this? Shit? And on top of that, right. a lot of times you work with asshole employees that thinking they get extra cootie points for running and telling them what the fuck everybody else yeah. is doing. What are you doing? If you got time to report on my ass, you ain't working. Right. right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Now, I, I find it hard a lot of times though like when you have a supervisor where you feel like you're smarter than them more often than not like um you know I, you, you just don't really respect that authority sometimes when you you hearing these these bullshit rules coming down it's like come on dude really this, yeah the, <laughs> like, like mean, who did you fuck to get this job man <laughs> Like the one problem with with the whole like I'm not into I'm not gonna say I'm smart I don't feel like I'm smarter than my bosses I don't even care to be smarter I, I think that's kind of an American trait that we have as workers where we like yeah. somebody we just don't like authority that's how America was founded we was like you can't tell me what the fuck to do but but right exactly <laughs> but uh so I'm not gonna try to to demonize them into anything like they're stupid but. These rules are stupid. Yes, they are. You know are. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You could be the smartest nigga on the planet, but don't go get a snack out the fucking machine. What do you want me to fall asleep in my fucking desk? Like, come on, man. It's just what is what is that that one minute, that two minutes, that three minutes gonna do to the day? Is you think I'm gonna be going there every hour? Like, it's obvious I'm an adult. If I'm gonna if I'm abusing the privilege, I completely understand pulling somebody to the side that's abusing that and going, hey, that one we've noticed that life. your ass is gone fifteen minutes of every hour. Chill. But you know, like, um just like that's an American thing now, period though. Like we get the least amount of vacation, we get yes. you know, they they work us the most and the wages aren't really going up as right. you know, and re- to reflect the amount of work that's being put out. And so now you got people that have jobs and they're putting out more work, more productivity. You get you're squeezing basically, you're squeezing all the juice out of this orange or whatever you can get. Right. And then after they get finished using you up, shit, somebody else will come in and replace you like nothing because they need the job. Yeah, man. I, when I leave, man, I might just write their ass a letter. Like, listen, this is where y'all fucked up. Anyway, um, we were in a. Do you guys have Infinity's End, uh, the, the shops uh, in your cities? No. No. Okay. Infinity. Yeah. Infinity ends. No. Uh-uh. Or Infinity's end. Anyway, it's it's a hippie shop. It's for you guys. Probably have smoke shops in your cities. I'm sure of that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got weed dispensaries. Weed dispensaries? They might do weed dispensaries at the vending shop. We just don't know yet. No, you Actually. can't buy weed in the actual store, but okay. not oh. here. But I'm just saying, like, what? this fan might be talking about something different. So what what are you talking about <laughs> with weed dispensaries? Do you just mean a nigga on the corner or you mean an actual no, store? No, no. Like, they, they have, like, legalized, like, medicinal marijuana here. So... Uh, there are certain stores where you can actually go purchase marijuana legally if you had a card and everything else. They're very okay. few and far in between, but uh, there's one that I know of. It's like right next to a uh, concealed uh, a concealed pistol class that they, that they hold. Wow! Like right next door, like they got a, a school for you to learn how to c- carry a concealed weapon, and then the school for learning how to grow weed, and they sell weed there also. Wow. And it's right next door to each other. Sounds like a conspiracy guy's uh, wet dream. Now, <laughs> now here's the question though. Like, um, we just like our smoke shops here don't really sell weed. Like, 
you can sell everything but, but weed. weed. You know what I'm saying? They yeah, probably can tell you now. where to get some weed, but they, you know, but they can't really just come out and sell weed. That's illegal as shit. But um, they can sell you weed pipes. They yes. can sell you. <laughs> we we seen a lot of them, the smoke pipes. Yeah, they that, sell so. you all the tie dye paraphernalia. That's why I thought they so weed. <laughs> I kept saying, damn, they got everything in here. Right, we only go there to buy uh, incense. They're the best in the okay. world because we don't smoke, but um. You know, I, they they probably think we smoke because we buy so much incense. I know, shit. We, and we but, we buy a few hundred when we go. Everybody, everybody look at us like, damn. Well, it's not always a few hundred. The carrots exaggerate, but we buy a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. But here's the thing. So we go in there, and the two people in line in front of us are clearly buying the, those like drugs that cleanse your piss for for drug exams. Oh. Uh-huh. Like niacin and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like like they could just buy that over the counter. And um, I'm assuming they work. You know, I asked on Twitter, and a couple people were like, "Yeah, they, they work, depending on your toxicity, tox, uh, toxicity level." How you pronounce that? Um, and I was like, "Oh, toxicity, whatever." Anyway, I was like, "Cool, man, that shit works." Um, I wonder, maybe they have this, or maybe they don't. But is there a piss cleanser for harder drugs? Like, is, it, is there a crack? Piss chip cleanser? I don't think I, I don't know. <laughs> or heroin? Like I have no clue. I mean, me either. <laughs> I, I mean, I've heard that like cocaine doesn't stay in your system as long oh, as we. That's, that's what I heard too. Like twenty four, twenty hours or something, and it's out. Yeah, like it's out of your system. That's why they like they constantly on it though. So like it's probably always in their system anyway because they constantly need to get a hit. But. I'm not sure if those things work, man. I always was like skeptical. Anytime I saw them, I always thought it was like just another way for them to get some money out of some, you know, some stupid people. Oh yeah. I never thought they worked. I always assumed they worked because I worked with people that smoked weed before, and I knew, <laughs> and I knew we drug tests, and I was like, you must know something. You know what I'm saying? Because they give you like seventy, and that's the other thing. Like it's a week. They don't. I don't think they want to catch people that do weed, honestly. Because because mm-hmm. the drug test is way too um casual. I guess. Yeah. We want you to take a drug test, but uh, you know, you get there within the next five days, you know, take that. Yeah. You should be good. Like, they give you so much prep time. Yeah. It's really like an open book test, you know? Yes, and yeah. I remember I was temp, and a lot of people temp because most temp jobs don't require any type of a urine sample or anything like that. But a lot of times when the jobs hire you permanently, you're required to take a test and one girl was going around asking people for pee. I was like, oh, bitch, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> you of my pee. I wonder if there's ever, you think there was ever like a dude that was just like, nah, I'm good. I want to stay a temp. <laughs> and she ended up the test too because she had to use her own pee. It's like, good, no- good news. We want to make you permanent. Oh, cool, man. Now, what we need you to do is take a, you got to take a drug test. Oh, oh, actually, you know, I'm good. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll stay making the ten dollars and fifty cent. I don't need the raise. <laughs> That's <don't> terrible. <laughs> I think I said it on Twitter too, like about those uh, was it those sexual enhancement pills you can get at the liquor store? Yeah, <laughs> like I always, I always wondered about those. Like I see cats buying them shits all the time. Like, dude, do them shits really work, man? Like, or is it like? Just the placebo effect. Do you think you got more energy to get in this ass because you even took this pill? <laughs> is that FDA approved, nigga? Do you know what you're taking? Is your dick gonna pop off? What is this? I don't know. Like I, I see dudes all the time, and they buy that shit at the liquor store. They don't go to like CVS or Walgreens or nothing like. They go to the liquor store. Yeah, let me get some of them high, them high nineties, <laughs> high nineties. 
<laughs> now what was you gonna say, Deidre? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm saying it's the they're the stupid ones who are like nineteen, eighteen years old, take popping Viagra pills, uh, and then they go to the hospital because you know they can't get their dick down. <laughs> same wow. Then you know you know that they stick. They have to stick a needle in your penis for it to go down. Oh. Like some sort of like steroid. That that's the only way that it can go down, but it goes directly in your penis. Wow! Oh. Pop these blue pills. If, if my, pop it. My question: If you 17 to 18 years old, I don't have a dick, but don't it get hard anyway? At the at the slight. Sometimes it get hard for nothing. Yeah, man, 17 was, years old. You'd be sitting in class and not doing anything, but thinking about this damn equation, and boom, like God damn it! <laughs> yeah, me and me and my dick did not get along for a long time. Like. It took a while before we could be cool because that nigga was just popping up when he wanted to, man. It's like it's like a nigga that always gets drunk and wants to stay at your house. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? It'd be like, oh, I can't go home. I need to sleep on the couch. You're like, nigga, no. Not tonight. I was going to get some. There were plenty times when I was a teenager where I had to like kind of pull my shit under, like, in the waistband so that it didn't show that I was, like, you know, point, you know, point out or whatever. I was like, oh, I'm like what you the had fuck? to figure out ways to, to hide that shit because you can't just be walking up the hallway with a rock hard dick for no damn reason. <laughs> like what the fuck did our parents do with bell bottoms and shit? Oh, those tight pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like when these kids, like these kids nowadays, skinny jeans. I guess they're okay because the jeans are so tight that it just pins in your dick to your pants. Like <laughs> nothing that's could possibly that's break that's out of there. Drops your blood pressure too. too. Yeah, oh. drops your blood pressure. You, you know, you know how your dick can't even get hard. Cause blood can't rush to it, but I just wonder like how my dad dealt with that in bell bottoms and shit. Like it just seems <laughs> seems completely, especially corduroy. I don't want my dick rubbing up against corduroy, man. <laughs> what did dudes do before boxers when all the drawers was tidy whities? I don't. I mean, tidy whities aren't as restrictive as people think. But yeah, I do like boxers. I don't know why people wear them, but I do like boxers better. But tidy whities is for the boys, like little boys. But when, I, hey, I, I don't know about spam, but I, I, I don't know about spam. But uh, when I made the transition from from tidy whities to boxers, there was a brief period where your dick is just it's not on your side, man. It's, <laughs> that shit is like oh freedom face, <laughs> right? What's up? I, I was. I think I was. Um, I think I was 10 years old when I made the transition and like I asked my mother like ma could you uh could you give me some boxes she's like well what the hell you need boxes for I'm like uh, well it hurt in the morning mama <laughs> yeah, she don't right. understand that. I'm like, she like, I'm like well, I've been boy I've been buying boxes for your granddaddy and your uncle for 20 years you don't need I'm like mama no it hurt when I wake up in the morning could you please help me with this so you know like I don't know, like if you grown man and you still rocking tidy whities, I mean that's good for you, Playboy. But I need room, man. Like, <laughs> you can't be far I mean, your, I like your for for a dude, man. It's like your dick is like that dude that just wants to kick it all the time, all the time. You know, he wants to kick it all the time, and you just every time ain't a good time to kick it. <laughs> I'm at work right now. Let's kick it, nigga. No, you can't do that. I'm about to go to a funeral. Man, let's just fuck it. Let's kick it. What are these bitches at? <laughs> you know? No, they like the bad grandma. Yeah, I, like, I, like I made the joke in my blog. There's uh, There's got to be uh, people that got involuntary erections at funerals. And and I would call that uh, morning wood. M-O-U-R-N. <laughs> morning wood. Like, I, like that, that has to be something that has happened, man. Um, 
anyway, man, I don't know how we got on that. Um, <laughs> uh, I think I think women have boobs or uh, titties, as I like to call them, uh, so that they don't have to learn how to use a thermostat or <laughs> change change the tire or any of that hard shit, like carrying something upstairs. Like I, I came home today, and, and Karen was literally like, "Baby, it's hot upstairs." Like she ain't been here for hours with the ability to go right over to the thermostat and turn it down. And if you really get, if you really wanted to get cold upstairs, you close the vent downstairs so the air comes straight upstairs. She she's seen me do it a hundred times. I've asked her to do it for me before, but it's really like she's like, well, I got these titties. I'm just gonna wait till he get home <laughs> and he'll do the shit. I'm <laughs> You know exactly what to do. You just was like, fuck it. I got these titties. He's going to do what I say when I get home anyway. So I'm just going to make him do it. I guarantee that's what happens. Did you ever use your titties to your advantage? I've seen the avatars on, on, on the on Twitter. I'm sure you put them out there like, oh, today is a day that I want compliments. Blank. I mean, like... My, they're big enough, so I mean, it's not like, you know, I can just like minimize them. But, I mean, it's, it's worked to my advantage. Not intentionally, but, you know, getting into the club free or, you know, I've gotten pulled over once and it was actually going to the club and I had like a really short top on and, um, the dude let me go because he never looked in my face. Wow. <laughs> He's like, let those titties go. Right, the titties didn't do anything wrong to anybody. And at one time, I went to Subway, and this was like in the hood part when I used to work at uh, DSS, and um, I had on like a top. This was like you know, like Fridays it used to be where you could wear whatever you want to, and it was just a regular shirt, but it was thin, and my bra was thin, and you like I said, I got my nipples pierced, so. it was cold in the subway, so I'm just ordering, da 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 and the dude is, like, looking. So I'm thinking, like, why he can't... I just asked him for a meatball sub. This is not, like, rocket science. Why does it take forever? <laughs> and I was like, oh, never. And I was like, you're looking at my titties, aren't you? And he was just like, he just kept stuttering. But I got my food free. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna front. I would have made that sub the slowest of all time. Man, who you telling? One meatball at a time. Be like, oh, this one needs to go into the oven. This a lot. It's a little right. Oh, you want that toast it again? Going to toast it? Okay. Yeah. Twice. You know what? The bread quality today has been terrible. I'm Let me go to the back and get some good bread. <laughs> I'm gonna make it from scratch. <laughs> Flour, sugar, water. Hold it. Just stay right there, ma'am. Let me, <laughs> let me turn down this AC. Is it is it hot in here to anybody else? But, but um, well, I'm not the one Yeah, I'm sure women do that all the time, man. I don't, and I, and the thing is, I'm not judging y'all for it. If I had that advantage in strategic situations, I would definitely use it to my advantage. It's just, there's nothing on the dude that is like titties where you can just get out of jail free, so we don't do it. Right. But but if we had it, we use that shit all the time. Oh baby, can you cook for me today? Like, like imagine if you could just pull your dick out and women would just do shit for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some women do now. I, I have heard that. 
I think that's what sexting is now. I mean, shit, most people just like, hey, baby, um, let me send you this here right quick. Right. And, and, but, and, but see, the thing that we want them to do is fuck, which is the same thing we trying to, anyway, I'm saying if you could just be like, baby, uh, can you cook tonight and then just pull your dick out? Don't fuck them. You just pull your dick out a little bit or you wear some real tight shorts or something. You just be like, check it out. Check out my package. And then she'd be like, you know what? I am going to cook. I am well, you know, you can, you can do that. You can just send them a picture. You know, be like, um, can you bring me something back or bring me some food? Catch <laughs> that penis thing. <laughs> oh, you'll bring it. She will bring you some food. Trust me. Yeah. But then she goes on the fuck. Like, it's a little different, I think. Well, he's lost to too. Well, you have to But turn it. They're going to turn it. And I'm thinking, like, since women aren't as visual as dudes, and if she's had it already before and she knows what it's, you know, what right. it entails, is more so like, okay, nigga, I've seen that. You gonna have to come yeah, up most of the time it's gonna be like, put no. it away. I ain't no. gonna, listen, I'm not fucking you just right now. I have to cook. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't tease me like this. Pull your dick out and then be like, now go make me something to eat. Uh, unless you want this chicken to burn, son. Yeah, women can do that shit. Like, like for example, with your Subway uh, story, Deidre. Imagine me going into Subway in some biker shorts and be like, there's a chick behind the counter that can't stop staring at my dick and I got my sub free. You would be like, you lying motherfucker. That did not happen. Yeah, you don't ever know. You, The police would be called if that shit happened. <laughs> Either that just- or we just appreciate a nice penis. I do. I discriminate of any penis pictures anyone wants to send me, unless they're ugly. I'm not. Hey, I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying y'all don't appreciate it. I'm saying y'all ain't about to do shit for it. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't about to just be like, let me change my day and stop it. Cookout because Rod sent me a, a, a provocative picture of his package. Oh, you know, I had before. You have never bought me cookout. You are lying. <laughs> Not <laughs> <Yeah>, you, bro. <Rob. laughs> I've done that. Somebody sent me a picture and was like, you know, let me borrow twenty dollars. No, it ain't never been no money. It's always for food. See, cause men will come off money. We'll come up off all kinds of shit, Deidre. Niggas have changed tires on the side of the highway when they were late for an interview because somebody had some nice cleavage. That is what happens. It's just I don't know. Titties are just. It must be a luxury that women just. Yeah, I, 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 the big butt. That too. Well, I mean, that's why y'all make less than us. And that's another thing too. Again, you know, drawing off the whole thing about men being visual. Dudes will overlook a, a chick if she's fucking ugly. If she yes. has some nice tits and a, like a, a bubble ass. So what? She ain't got no teeth, dog. Right. <laughs> I'm I could, look, you I could look over that shit, man. I could look. I could just hit that shit, doggy style. I ain't even got to look at it in the face, man. Like, like is that? Are there now? Is there a chick equivalent to like just some ugly ass dude? That but she's like, you know what? He is ugly, but you've never seen his dick. Yeah, <laughs> like she's just walking around with this stank ass nigga. Everybody's like, ah. <laughs> like maybe that's what it is. Whenever I look at a couple and go, why the fuck are they together? Maybe that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, he probably fucked the shit out of her. She, she right. know, I wasn't gonna say fuck. I'm talking about aesthetics. Y'all keep talking about sex. I'm talking about aesthetics. Too. There are women that are literally getting by on life on their tits. Literally. Okay. No one I mean, can do that. It's impossible. I mean, it's, it's ugly dudes that, you know what I'm saying, they could be, they could look like, you know, boo boo the fool in the face, but they might have, they have a nice body. You know, you got butter faces, you know, like that with dudes. Or they just got a good mouthpiece. 
Maybe, man. I just wonder. I, that's all. I just wonder what the equivalent is. Maybe. I, I know for sure that titties and ass will get you far in life. <laughs> um, I saw I saw a homeless man with highlights in his hair the other day, and he was talk he was talking to himself. And I saw that grease, bro. <laughs> the, the only thing I could think was, where the fuck did he get his hair done? Like when did like was he normal for like is he normal for like two hours a week? You know what I'm saying? He's like, oh shit, I gotta get my hair done. It's Thursday. And then he just walks into, <laughs> he walks into like super cuts. He's like, yeah, put some pink streaks in it. And I need plenty of moose. And then he walks out and then he goes back to blue, green light. <laughs> <laughs> like I really was looking at it because he was, he could not help himself. He was talking to himself. He was literally ill. Like, but, I, but he had, his hair was tight. I can't front. Wow. His the hair was tight. I saw in Greensboro last weekend. It was, it was, he was real, real dark skinned and he had, you know, black, but then he had like this amber colored, like line streaks, like, like lines, like all through his hair. But then he, you could tell he was homeless because he had on some like Daisy Duke shorts, this multi-pattern, looked like it hadn't been washed in 18 years shirt, and like this book bag. And then he had, he had a CD player, like with the headphones. Wow. And he was like walking around, singing and talking to himself, like around like uh, downtown Greensboro. And that's the first thing I kept looking at too. Like, who did his hair? Yeah, because like <laughs> the dude's hair was tight. Now I saw his hair. I was like, yeah, they do. Well, that is good hair. But I kept thinking, like, who sat here? Like, is there some type of charity for the homeless? Yeah, might where they be. just do your hair? It might be. <laughs> like, you know, you know that shit would be ran by Republicans, by the way. They'd be like, see, they just need to feel better about themselves. <laughs> then they can get jobs. That's the only thing holding them back is you. You got to pull yourself up by the bootstraps. It's not, it's not my fault that I'm trying to take your health care. <laughs> I got your hair dead. <laughs> um, speaking of Republicans and politics and stuff, um, I gauge inflation. And I, I don't know if, uh, Mr. Spann, you might know about this, Karen and DJ, I don't expect y'all to know about this, but, uh, I gauge my inflation rate by what the current deal is at Champs for tall tees. <laughs> Cause that shit used to be five for $20. Yeah. I went in there the other day, Mr. Spann, it was three for $22. God damn. <laughs> yeah, they went up a lot. Yes, I mean, they, and people say, oh, you're sensitive about Obama. Now, see, this is legitimate criticism of Obama. When are you going to get my tall tees back right? <laughs> <laughs> they do one thing for the black man. <laughs> and, and then all the ones in Charlotte don't have it, so we got to go all the way to Concord to even get it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know Lupe Fiasco said he didn't vote for the president, but he never votes. Because, you know, he was, he knew that he would end up bombing, uh, the Gaza Strip or whatever, or whatever. And I say, no, I didn't vote because I knew that my damn t-shirts gonna get fucked up. <laughs> what you think next time? They're gonna be two for ten? Yeah, I, I don't 20? know. Next time I come in, they might be one shirt, $22. I don't know. <laughs> I was very Do they sell like those, the, the long tees at like the, like the urban stores or like the Habibi stores? I'm so like, I'm on Rivers in Charleston right now where you can get, you know, your tea. I don't know how much they cost, but I know they got teas on deck. You can get, you know what I'm saying, a phone. You can get, I mean, you probably can buy a cat if you want to. Like, it's just everything. <laughs> 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 
Well, number one, <laughs> let me let me first and say I did vote for Obama in case somebody listening and just, <laughs> just the podcast. You know, niggas do not like those kind of jokes. No, they don't. Um, and then two, two, uh, the I never would buy a tall tee anywhere where white people don't shop. Like fuck that. I, I am not getting out my car to buy shit anywhere where white people don't shop. That only ratchetness happens in those neighborhoods. Um, yeah, ty- where Tyrone Gun and liquor store, you ain't trying to. No, buy. I'm not buying liquor and a tall tee. No, fuck that. Man. Well, I will. I don't expect to leave with my change. Now, I was gonna. I yeah, I was gonna bring it up that Mr. Span <laughs> is from Detroit, so he don't yeah. have a choice. What do you? Yeah, like, how do you handle it? <laughs> Everywhere in Detroit is that way. Generally, when like I'm in need of like a, a white tee, really quick. I almost like kind of like the fact that I could take my ass up here to go get me a couple of Bud Light limes and a white tee for about eight bucks. <laughs> and, and the smallest shirt that they got is usually like in a double double XL or something like that. And I'm not a big dude. I'm only like five ten, hundred and seventy pounds. So I'm like, yo, man, what's the smallest you got? He like double X. I'm like, dude, you don't have anything smaller than that. That's the smallest I got, man. That's the smallest I got. It's like, all right, man. But the shit fits. <laughs> It reduces the size. So long as my sh- so long as my shirt don't look like a fucking dress when I put it on, I'm cool. I mean, anytime they got a, a white tee combo that comes <laughs> that come with beer and shit, like like you you know you did you in the hood, man. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not hating on the hood. It's just that I I if I have a choice. I go to the nice place to buy my shit. That's yeah, all. Yeah, or either you go, or you go in, you get chicken, or a two-piece meal with a t-shirt on right, the side. Yeah. <laughs> t-shirt comes with combo. It's like you want, you want, so you want, you want barbecue sauce and a, you wanted a white tea or a tall. <laughs> I want the tall black tea. You know, yeah. so buy one get one free with your two-piece meal. Yeah, the welcome to Popeyes. Here's your white tea. You know? I was tripping oh, out when I found out that churches was actually accepting uh, food stamps. Word, you know yeah, what? Like, I I can't even feign surprise. I can't yeah. even pretend. Wow. I cannot pretend to be surprised by what you just said. Because every churches I've seen, other than the ones they set up in Canada, which makes them look wonderful, have been in the hood. Yeah, well, I can't pretend. To I be don't surprised. eat churches, but like you know, they got like uh, signs right out in the front, and they say you know we accept Visa, Mastercard, uh, Discover, American Express, and EBT, and it's like, damn, you can go. Get you a two piece from churches at with your, with your branch card. That's what's up. I said that. The EBT cards are getting like before. Like I said, I used to work at DSS, and that's why I used to work in the food stand part. And before they used to crack down on you know people double dipping, and you know they used to always have those limitations on what you could and could not buy. Mm-hmm. But now, like I've seen, you can buy sushi at the store with your EBT card. Word. Yes, I was like, I need to find me a hole with some stamps after I saw that. Shut that again, Deidre. One part, like, you can get gas. Before you couldn't get gas. Now you can get gas with your EBT. They actually started, um, I don't know if they stopped this or not, but in Atlantic City, people were able to take their cards from the government and gamble. Yeah. Oh, they, wow. Yeah, they had yeah, They were doing that for Katrina, too. That that was a real big issue. Uh, yeah. You know, people using like the aid cards. I think it was the FEMA cards. I think there was those cards that FEMA gave people for aid to, you know, relocate and stuff like that. And they were going to the casinos. They were going to the strip clubs with the money. Uh, and they made a, they made a, a really big stink about that a couple years ago. Yeah, and I agree, man. If you're getting government assistance, you shouldn't be able to do some shit like that. I'm sorry. Not, not, yeah. not, not some stuff. Fuck. I you can't understand. be gambling my tax dollars not, on lottery tickets and shit. No, <laughs> not that. I don't. That no. But with food, I, I don't mind. Even with gas, I don't mind because a lot of times, uh, what 
if they're making an income, if they can work, it's not enough to cover those expenses. Yeah, I, right. I kind of understand that, but just the shit like gambling and shit like that, I don't get. And you know, I, I mean, the thing with the food that's weird is like, who is the person that's like, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna get some sushi instead of, you know, the shit <laughs> that, that that's going you know, like. Let me get thirty dollars worth of sushi instead of thirty dollars worth of groceries. Like wow. And, and the weird part about it is, that I bet you they rarely get people to even use it because most niggas would not eat sushi. Yeah, I actually blame it on. Um, I actually blame it on Republicans. I think secretly they're the ones who are getting these things passed so they can get mad about it. Like they, like they secretly uh, pass that, that shit. Sense. Like, yeah. And then they go on TV and they're like, these motherfuckers are gambling and shit in Atlantic City. Y'all passed the law. And I'm like, y'all, wait a minute. Who owns this casino? Trump, you own this casino. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Sarah, the Sarah Palin sushi shop. What is this? Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, speaking of chicken. Speaking of chicken. Uh, did y'all have a chicken day in college? No. Yes. Yes. After the HBCU, yes. So only HBCUs do this. Yes. Our, our chicken day was. They didn't do that at Tennessee Nazi. State. <laughs> Damn! At least, oh wait, at least you, not while I was there. Tennessee State's an HBCU fan. Yeah. Oh, wow, oh. man, y'all got wow, y'all got ripped off. Yeah, yes. Don't kill us. Auntie had Chicken Day. Yeah, we had Chicken Day every Sunday. Yeah. Was was y'all Sunday too, or what was y'all? We actually had our Sundays and Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah, that's us too, man. Sunday Chicken Day was the shit, man. They had to ration that shit out. They'd be like, oh, no, hold on. You're going to get two pieces of chicken, nigga. <laughs> yeah. We know what y'all up to. You'll yeah. go ahead and get enough food for the week. Yes. <laughs> the only time they pulled out special shit at Tennessee State while I was there was, uh, like, homecoming. And they'll pull out steaks or some shit like that. But outside of that, man, it was like the regular shit you see all the time. They never really had any designated days for anything. Yes, our chicken day would be on Sunday. And it would be funny, though, because, like, let's say the cafeteria for dinner didn't open up till 6. Them niggas be sitting right there at 5.15. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for that chicken. Come on, that chicken. <laughs> that was the only time. Like, And that's one of the great things about HBCU is, like, there's no white people there on campus so we can do that and nobody has to feel the shame no like there's no stereotype that we're fucking up we're like yes, yes niggas do love fried chicken and we yes. can celebrate it by ourselves you know what I'm saying in right? a non-judgment free zone like for all I know the nation of Islam might have fried chicken day cause no white people are ever gonna see it no that's so not so you can do that shit like like you like on Sundays or whatever you think like the nation of Islam is like hey man watermelon fried chicken all day baby <laughs> Don't worry, man. White people can't judge. It's yes. only us here. Right. Yes. The only yes. thing you got to do is give up port. And it's like, oh, no, then. Never mind. And then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm out. A hog, man. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I'm out. And, and Although I don't eat as much pork as I used to as a kid, though. Oh, oh I, we don't either. Yeah, we I don't. don't. I, I don't eat, but the option of having a pork chop sandwich, I need to have that. <laughs> yes. Every now and then, seriously. Most of the time, uh, most pork is, is out of my diet, but every now and then I want a BLT with real bacon. Yeah. Every now and then I want a big juicy pork chop smothered in gravy with a side of rice. Every now and then I want that. It just needs to be an option. It's like if somebody told you, if a girl told you, look, I'd never give head. Yeah, I, but no, then you don't exist to me. I'm sorry. We can't ever be together. And I don't even, I actually don't want to even be your friend, to be honest with you. I don't even want to associate with that kind of shit in my, in my clique. But if she said, <laughs> I, if she said something like, I only give head on special occasions, 
I wouldn't be with her, but I would understand more. Like, well, I guess at least you do do it. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like the ham thing with the Nation of Islam. Like, no, I don't need ham every day. But if you told me I could never have ham, then no, we can't. We can't. Get- <laughs> I'm like, every night, I want a ham sandwich. I mean, yes. and, 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 and not to get off topic, this is what pisses me off sometimes. These people that go food crazy and want to ban everything you fucking eat. That gets on my nerves. Oh, like Michelle? Yeah. Yeah, not, not not like Michelle <laughs> you, He caught me with that. I was like, wait a minute, no, no, not Michelle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> niggas love them Obamas, man. I do. <laughs> I was like, no, she would never pass that law. Don't trick me like that. <laughs> yes, and it's, funny. and it's nothing like a good, greasy piece of pork chop every now and then. Yeah, I hear you. I'm, I, I, I'm not hating. I'm just, you know, you gotta, and, you gotta get. And some. if you give up pork, if you try to eat that shit again, you will get sick. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. Because uh-huh. when I was a little kid, and I guess because we country, we from down south, they had these sausages that came in these packages, and they were red. I don't remember the name of them. It was like twenty of the package. And my mom cut them, and she would split them, and she would fry them. And I used to yeah. love them when I was a little kid. So I was over there one day when when a lot of our family and stuff was over there, and so. She, they smell delicious when they're cooking. And I was like, oh, I want to try one. I bit into that shit, and I felt like I was going to fucking choke. It was, like, so breezy. Because, like I said, I had pushed it and got a lot of it out of my diet. I was like, oh, my gosh. How do y'all eat this? Right. <laughs> when we was little, like, my grandmother, this is probably, besides fruit fried rice and grits and just making a, a pot of rice, we eat a lot of rice and grits in Charleston. She taught me how to make barbecue pig's feet, which is big down here. And, I mean, we used to, like, kill it every single time. And I remember, like, a year ago, you know, I went to, like, this soul food restaurant. They had, like, barbecue uh, pig feet. And I was like, oh, I'm about to kill it. So, you know, I order it, and then I eat it. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. I said, I bet you. Like, I was like, dick. Why I really did eat this. I mean, it was just, it was too much. I, I, was, I'm, I'm with Kanye and Jay Z, man. Sometimes you gotta go ham. You know what I'm saying? I can't, <laughs> I, can't I can't not go, I can't be hamless my whole life, man. It's just, I got a Muslim uncle, man. Whenever we do Christmas and Thanksgiving, I be looking at his plate. We all do. I know we be giving his plate the side eye, like, let's see if he's like, <laughs> Slide some on there by accident or something. Try to try to act like, oh wait, these greens had ham in it. I didn't know. No, <laughs> like yes, yeah, sure they always have ham in them every year. And, and when you was talking about our uh, homecoming, Mister Span, at our homecoming down here, that's where they pull out all the cooking. Like they would yeah. have chips yeah. and pig feet and hot. Oh, I would never eat that shit now. But that's when they used to have. They have all that for homecoming. You'd be like, word for real. Yeah, homecoming, they pull out all the stops because everybody coming back, they want to show you all this new shit, how much the school has improved since they left and everything else. True. They pull out everything. <laughs> One steak apiece. <laughs> One pig feet apiece. Alright, man, let's do some articles. We've been kicking it for a while. Uh, I had a couple more random thoughts, but, you know, to save some time, I know we got way off topic with everything. Uh, let's but do, I love it. Let's do some articles. Um, and I, I'm going to send you guys the links to the articles. Um, you can read ahead if you want to, but just don't um, don't skip over where I'm talking and be like, oh, nigga, she died in the end. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, uh, I'll send y'all the link. But, uh, y'all check it out. Um, Brooklyn Delivery Guy starts blog shaming bad tippers. And I like this idea, first of all, because fuck bad tippers. 
Yeah, everything can't be for free, especially that go to McDonald's and Wendy's or somewhere where gratuity is not included. Now I don't know anything. Now I don't know how it works with uh, delivery because I don't know how much is appropriate to to honestly to tip the delivery guy. I know I over tip delivery people as evidenced by that lady damn near crying on my front yes. step. <laughs> this is the biggest tip I've got today. Yes. I was like, oh baby, you need a new job. Yes, but um, it says. <laughs> Brooklyn Delivery Guy Stars Block Shaming Bad Tippers. If you're ordering in tonight and you live in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, watch out. Some vigilante bicycle delivery guys set up a blog posting the names and addresses of people who give him crappy tips. Wow. He putting them <laughs> out there, ain't he? How, how can that even be legal? Uh, I, I don't... It can't be legal. He's got to... No. He can't have his name attached to this. The Tumblr name is less than or equal to <laughs> why do you, oh greater than to equal to 15% colon a bunch of shitty tips it's <laughs> dedicated to outing bad tippers one entry no tip they took the address out last night in the middle of a third monsoon of the evening elevator opens I drip I drip on the floor he laughs at me I say $20 he says here's $20 and then they put his full name Wow. wow. You take consideration that your wow. ass didn't have to go out in the weather. Right. Look, that's another thing. If I order something like to end, I order in, you know, I want you to deliver it because shit is fucked up. Yes. I will tip you, man. Yes, I, I will know. because I'm like, you know what? I, the only reason I actually ordered this shit because I don't feel like cause I weather. didn't want to take my ass out the house in this rain or this snow or whatever. I, right. I would tip you. Right. Um, it says this seems to be an art project of some dude named Larry Fox. Fox, a 20 year old designer and developer, told Gothamist that I just got tired of all these big companies, these TV shows and movie sets giving us two or three dollar tips on a ninety dollar order. Damn, for real? Shit. Now he's carrying that on a bike. Like, how do you even carry ninety dollars worth of food on a bike in, in New York? <sighs> They don't add gratuity right. to the. Um, no. You know what? That, that, that's the thing that sucks. Good, co- good restaurants do, but most restaurants don't give a shit about the employees making tips. They be like, "Long oh, that pay for the food, fuck you." Yes, exactly. And that's sad, but that's true. Right. Once it's over a certain amount, it should be a law that gratuity is already added in. I agree. Um, yeah, I know of some of the delivery places here. They'll uh, they'll add the gratuity to your ticket unless you spend X amount of dollars. Like if you spend over twenty dollars, then uh, your delivery is free. And I'll tip in that instance. But if I'm only buying ten dollars worth of shit and I'm kind of lazy now, I don't want to feel like going to get it. I'll still tip the guy because you know. But that's crazy, man. It is, man. And dollars. I'm looking at this three dollars yeah, for ninety two dollar ticket. Like that is that is wrong. That is wrong. I'm sorry, man. That is wrong. <laughs> and, and the thing is, it's, it's as the excuse is we can't tip because that's what corporate says. It is wrong. I find it disrespectful, and I wanted to make people aware of that. And you know why that's bullshit is because when corporations and companies that's order food or stuff, on. they write it. Uh, they, they do it as a tax write off. Yes, they do. So actually, your tip is fucking included. You know what I'm saying? So that's not true at all. I'm very disappointed right. in people. This is fucking stupid. Um, this is. I, I wanted to make people aware of that. Sure, one entry is about Fox getting stiff by the wardrobe department of the good wife but a lot of these just seem to be like individual cheapskates uh we called urban rustic deli one of fox's employers owner lewis and Elodie's 
said that uh, Fox was a member of the close-knit group of kids who deliver a bunch of Will- to a bunch of Williamsburg restaurants. Asked if he was concerned about the names and addresses of his customers being posted on the internet, Illidee said, "It's an art project. I have to support everyone's art and voice, which is bullshit." But which, but he, what he wanted to say is, "Nigga, I support people." Getting out of from not tipping. That's right. Cause he tried to act like it's art, and no, it's not art. No, he's he's snitching on niggas. Yeah. He's snitching. But uh, anyway, I thought that uh, I thought this article was interesting. Cause <laughs> folks to tip. Yeah, I bet you they tip next time when they oh, don't order from you. That's right. I bet you you calling them again. They're like, nah, we're right. not going because you didn't tip last time. Yes. All right. Here's another article. Um, this one was on the state. And uh, let me send the link to our co-host real quick. Blam. All right. Um, woman carrying an infant arrested following an armed robbery. Oh. Police arrested a West Columbia woman Wednesday following an, the armed robbery of a Payless shoe store in Augusta Georgia Road. <laughs> on Augusta wow. Road. Oh no! Pay less. Come on, it's a lot more savvy places to steal than pay less. Well, maybe she took it literally. She wanted to pay less. Pay less. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but it's less less than zero. A a withdrawal. More when you could pay nothing. Yeah, (laughs) she went so far. She made a (laughs) nation. She she got a withdrawal from pay less. She said, "I want the money. Give it up, bitch." Wow. (laughs) Uh, Carrying her three-month-old baby, Jacqueline Alvishire. Of uh, West uh-huh. White Sox, yes, her three-month-old baby, allegedly took a pair of shoes and left the store without paying for them. She pulled a gun on the store clerk, clerk when confronted outside the store, before getting into her car and driving away. Oh, they follow her shit. Uh uh-uh. uh. Once you get outside them doors, I don't give a fuck about what happened. Even inside the store, I don't care what happened. Yeah, how much are they making it pay less where they come outside? Right. Yes, you should have got a gun drawn on you. Keep your ass in the store and call 911. <laughs> they don't pay you to be a superhero. It's always, it's always, it's always that one gun ho motherfucker that want to die for pay less it's, money. It's, see, that's why I could work at places like that. I'd be like, oh, that, oh, wait a minute, not police, come on, get them. Yeah. Shit, I Take whatever you want, man. I don't need shit. I don't. Go own, ahead. I don't own nothing in here. And it's all income, insurance, anyway. I remember she fast Put the in the bag. I, I'll do whatever you You'll want. Put shoes in the bag. I even let you. you I'll put it in the bag. If you want, if she want to try on some stuff, go on and try it on. Ah! I'll get some stuff in the back for you. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. No, I ain't rough you getting shot. Hell no. I remember when I worked at Media Play uh, during Christmas one time. They, I was trained as a uh, actual uh, person who worked the register. But one day, you know, because I'm a big black dude, they decided to put me by the security area. And they were like, you know, just if the if the alarm goes off, you just look at the bag, look at the receipt. And I told them straight up, hey man, this is no more secure than putting a, a infant out here. Cause I'm not dying for y'all money. I don't give a fuck. No. The nigga could, I could watch him walk in, pick up a PlayStation 2, cause that's what was out at the time, and put it under his arm and walk the fuck out and that, that shit'll just be gone. That's right. The only thing I'm gonna be able to tell you is, uh, it was a white dude, he was about 5'10", looked like he was about 250, and he walked straight out that door, he had on a brown coat. Like, that's what you're gonna get from me. You might as well put a woman over here. Hell yeah, you ain't gonna do me no good. It's making me think about this story one time, and I was younger. If I was the age I was not, I sued the hell out of Walmart. But what had happened was that I had took, took an item back to Walmart. And when I took the item back to Walmart, I told the uh, the lady, I said, well, I say, she took my receipt. I said, well, I need a receipt 
because I'm going to be walking out the door with this item in my hand and without a receipt I was like they going to make think I stole it she goes no you can go you don't need a receipt as soon as I start walking out this door this white man come out of nowhere <laughs> and tries to, and, and he didn't touch me but he looked at me I was like hey I just left him over there she happened to be honest and was like yeah she just left from there. she just left from here but you know what if she would have been the person like, nah, I don't know who she is, my ass would have been in jail. Right. And yeah. so, and so my thing is this. Yeah. People need to know their policies and their rules of their store. And on top of that, if I was the age I was not, I'd have sued the hell out of her because I know that she didn't follow her rules and procedures. Well, it's one of those wink wink things. I don't know if you guys have ever worked retail, but they tell you like, oh, you don't need to die for our property. You just don't have to worry about it. If someone's stealing this stuff, they're just... You know, you just yep. report them to the authority. They tell you that shit in all the training videos. Yeah. But then when they put you on the floor, they be like, "Yo, somebody try to get out of here." You know what I'm saying? You just let me know. You know, step try to try to tell you. Say, "Hey, don't do." And I like I remember one time we had a manager run outside and yes. and say he was yes. Gonna, We've had him do that before too. Yeah, yes. he's gonna stop somebody. He almost got stabbed behind that bullshit. Go ahead, DJ. One, I used to work at Walmart part time, and this one of the um, somebody stole—I forgot what it was—but they ran out of the store. And this is like, you know, not it wasn't a super Walmart, so the Walmart closed at you know midnight, and this was like around ten thirty, and it's pitch black. The manager um, of the front area, like the cashier, he has a bad leg, like he walks with a limp, and this fool starts running after him in the parking lot. Yes. Wow. I saw and that before at, at the mall. And it's like, why? You know, first of all, you're not going to catch him, clearly. You can barely walk. Why are you running after that? And two, like, what are you going to do if you do catch him? Right. You know, was it really worth it? Like, like, what is going on in their head? Like, do you think the criminal is going to say, you know what? Now I am going to obey the law. Guy with no gun or weapon or authority. <laughs> who, if you actually do touch me, I can now sue you, motherfuckers. That's right. Over this, like you tackle me and I break my hip, I turn around and sue Media Play and I own this bitch. Like that is the dumbest. Uh, I don't know what movies these dudes watch. That almost sounds like that. Um, that story I told on the Morning Jones about the guy that uh, robbed the Waffle House. He he snatched the uh, the register right at like clean off the counter. And another guy that was actually just a customer, like, ran after the dude and, like, slipped on some paper and fell and broke his fucking jaw trying to run after the guy with the cash register. See? Oh, Stupid, no. man. Not me, man. I don't believe in that shit. Yeah. Me either. Damn it. Your shit just gone. The, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. The 32-year-old mother was arrested a short distance away and has been charged with armed robbery, use of a gun in a violent crime, unlawful conduct toward a child. Uh, oh, and unlawful conduct toward a child. Wednesday afternoon, she's been, she was being held in Lexington County Detention Center and her child was turned over to relatives. Wow. Yeah, she looked like she was on that shit too, though. Yeah, she was definitely, she was definitely <laughs> on that shit, dog. Yeah, she looked like she was on that shit. Yeah, she was, I'll be on that other shit. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know, man. That, that was, I don't know. I don't, I don't really respect that shit. But, um, Alright, so here's another article, and I can't send y'all the link because I fucked something up, but apparently everybody might already know this, but Mariah Carey had her twins. She did? Yeah, yeah April 30th. April yeah, she's been pregnant Yeah, I was just that. She, she had her twins, and then they, they came out, and they, they went straight to preschool. <laughs> I think they, they were actually shaving and everything. Yeah, I think they actually drove to preschool and, and voted on the way over there. <laughs> um, April 30th is double the pleasure for Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon. 
Not only did they welcome twins, but the couple celebrated their wedding anniversary too. Oh. So Carrie, <laughs> Mariah Carey, who was 42, delivered the babies. 42? Good God. Yeah. <laughs> 42 seems kind of old to be having twins. Yes. Like, fertility drugs were definitely involved in this, right? Had to have been. Uh, at an undisclosed hospital in Los Angeles, Carrie's representative, Cindy Berger, confirmed the birth of the associated, to the Associated Press, saying the baby girl was born first, weighing 5 pounds, 3 ounces, and was 18 inches long. Her brother was born next, 5 pounds, 6 ounces, and was 19 inches. And it was just as Cannon, who's 30... Predicted. Good God, I realized she was that much older than him. Yeah, I remember somebody yeah. was trying to tell me that it was only a couple years difference. I was like, I don't nah, think so. Nigga, I'm pretty 12. sure. I'm pretty sure when Mariah Carey's first album came out, Nick Cannon had not had puberty yet. I'm pretty sure that that happened. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> she says, I'm not trying to be psychic, but we renew our vows every year, which is the corniest shit. Rich people, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We renew our vows every year. It's probably going to be in the hospital this year. I can feel it. Candace said Thursday when he guest hosted the talk, uh, we got the minister coming in. So this gown would not be a wedding gown, but a hospital gown. Uh, Berger says uh, they they were listening to Carrie's We Belong Together after the child was born. Oh, oh really? Driving him down. Crazy. Oh. oh god Dude. that's so corny that's so Nick Cannon it is so Nick Cannon like I would not be surprised if he comes out with a diss song to his twins uh, that's, that corny uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually tried to have his twins rapping on that shit yes you know, <laughs> he will take the twins making goo goo gaga sounds and put it on a disc to Eminem. I guarantee it's going to happen before the years over. And I feel bad for those kids because now those kids going to be Eminem's target because they dead and don't know how to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I think uh, Bossy uh, on Twitter said, uh, Bossy World Live, I think she says, like, congratulations to the Mariah Carey twins, like, mystical unicorn Carey, and, like, just <laughs> <laughs> like, just because she's such a no fucking... Plate glitter. Yes, like, she's such a kid, man. She is such a kid. Rainbow. She does not... She If you ask her her, her age... She says that she always thinks of herself as being like 12 years old or like 15 or something. Like under 21. Cray Cray. She never thinks that. Yeah. She never. Mariah, that's her new name, Mariah Cray Cray. Cray. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Um. Long before the birth, the couple made no secret of their desire to have children. Last October, when they first made Mariah Carey's pregnancy public, uh, Cannon said that the greatest gift on earth is a child. Uh, throughout Carrie's pregnancy, the parents to be were cautious and revealing about revealing too many personal details since the couple had a long journey to parenthood. Wait, Nick Cannon gave his phone number off on live radio. What, what are you talking about? Not revealing too many personal details. Like, what's more personal than that? Yeah, they talk about had a hard time. Yeah, once you get, once you, as a woman, once you cross over a certain age, baby, I'm sorry. We ain't had about 42. Fuck that. But once you get <laughs> to a certain age, you know, they have to use, like, like I was saying, drugs and fertility pills yeah. and things like that. These fucking rich people, man, they are weird. Right. And on top of that, maybe this is just me. Your body is designed to shut it the shit down. You know, your eggs have expiration dates for a reason. Because once you get so yeah. old, your ass don't have the patience all the time, children in your 80s. Yeah, I just think what's weird, like, yeah, that is funny, like, 
by the time her kids are like 18, she's gonna be 60. Yes! That'll be weird. Once you get to a but, certain age. Yes. But I mean, the, the weirder thing to me is like, these celebrities, especially the women, like they sacrifice their entire youth chasing this dream. You know what I'm saying? So you go get this money and stuff, and that's cool. But it just seems weird because it's like, you're not gonna have kids. You're not, now you're 35, now you're 40. Now you're 42, you finally get married, and then it's like, you know what, I do want kids. You know what I mean? So, bam, right. now now at 42, you, you, you're you trying to raise kids, you know? And like, yeah, well, what? Most people are wrapping up. Could you imagine, you know, 40, you know, 42, 52, we going to, you know, high school, college graduations, and you right. take them to elementary school. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else is getting, is pushing them out the house so they can walk around butt naked and have sex on the couch. And you going to to you know proms? No. The singer was expecting twin. Uh, the singer was that the singer was expecting twins was chattered about for months before Cannon finally confirmed it in December. Of course, you notice how he's the only one confirming everything. He's such an attention whore. Um, yeah. As for the origin of the baby's names, Cannon told people in January that the couple had aimed for unique but not wacky. They won't be crazy names like carburetor or something. He promised, but that. <laughs> um, but it'll be roses and butterflies. Yeah, they're definitely they're definitely unique. We're ta- and then uh, they they go on to editorialize more. Um, wow. So and I and I can't wait for them to get divorced because that's gonna be great because he's gonna be all <laughs> he's gonna be Everywhere. all in the public eye telling us how she did she was crazy and everybody's gonna be like nigga we knew she was crazy it's your yes. fault. Well, you know he has his like her name tattooed on his back. Like all across the back, it's her neck. I guarantee she's fucked him in the ass, Deidre. I guarantee. And <laughs> <laughs> she's won her deal though more than once. I promise. Facebook used in ninety percent of divorce cases. Damn, <laughs> that is a lot. Of, nine <laughs> out of ten divorces. Nine out of ten. Facebook comes up in court. Wow, what are people doing? I th- you know, and I think with, and I'm, I've always had this philosophy, and I told you this, Roger. If I'm fucking lost, let me stay lost. We have lost touch for a reason, but for a lot of people, Facebook is causing like old flames and stuff to come back in people's yeah. lives, and people are actually going and, and and dealing with these people again. Nigga, I'm 35, you know, 42. We are not the same as we were 18 years old. Well, Mariah Carey is, but I do understand what you're trying to say. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, thank you. A St. Petersburg attorney says Facebook is social media are using 90% of her divorce cases. You get a little bit of everything that happens on Facebook says Karen Constantine everything from clients coming in with pictures of opposing part of the opposing party doing a keg stand with the high schoolers <gasps> to, wow, now that, that's a midlife crisis yep, what is, is. how did she get pictures of Charlie Sheen's divorce though? Wow um, <laughs> to teenagers <laughs> drinking alcohol served by a parent to a picture of a husband at a nightclub dancing with a babysitter Wow! Like who is who is who tagging these this pics? Yeah. Like who was like I'm married, Dumb motherfuckers? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm married. Dumb motherfuckers. Tag me and my babysitter in a picture at the club. Even though I know my wife is my friend. Yeah. Yeah. In a relationship yeah. with. You know. What I'm married saying? too. Like you got to change your shit. That is complicated when you post that picture. <laughs> uh, <laughs> A recent survey by the American Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers found that Facebook is cited in one in five divorces in the United States. Also, more than 80% of divorce lawyers reported a rising number of people are using social media to engage in affairs. So, technically, this uh, 
the, the title of this is very misleading because one woman said 90% of her divorce cases involve okay. social media but when they actually did studies they found that one in like four or five yes which is more reasonable yeah which seems more reasonable um there are times when my paralegal and I sit in the office and laugh because people are stupid. They put things out there ah, ah. on the internet that can last forever. Now, I would not go to this lady as my lawyer. Yes. <laughs> you laughing me, bitch? <laughs> are you serious? Right. <laughs> I'm crying. You money. I'm crying over the divorce. She gonna leave me. Oh, that is sad. We will do everything we can at Constantine and Johnson to help you out. <laughs> Got to have you in front. Don't worry about it, okay? <laughs> and then soon she leaves like this nigga's on Facebook with his babysitter dog. <laughs> Let's go look at his page. Let's go clown him. <laughs> but that is fucked up, man. Let's post and tag on his Facebook page. Ratchet ass lawyers, man. Yeah, uh, who was that? Um, a friend of mine, like uh, him and his wife. Uh, neither one of them have like Facebook pages or whatever. And like his wife would always say, like I don't want to get a Facebook page because Facebook would get you in trouble. It's like no. Facebook doesn't get you in trouble. You trying to be sneaky and do stupid shit on Facebook will get yes, you in right. trouble. Yeah, that's what's funny to me. I have a couple friends that say that. Like, I don't need a, a Facebook page, man. You know, these women out here looking for me. I'm like, I guess that's good that you know not to do it, but it's also kind of bad that you know that you that close to fucking cheating on your wife all the time. Like, yeah. you literally one chick looking you up away from cheating on your fucking wife and your wow. kids and shit. Like, Damn, nigga, is it, is it that bad at home? Like, right, know. exactly. I can't even I can't even use Google, son. I just <laughs> got to think somebody. Y'all don't need Google myself. This bitch is crazy. I just go in. This <laughs> um, Divorce attorneys are becoming internet gurus because websites like Yahoo and Google catch catch images as soon as they're put online. Constantine says she can find pictures from Facebook accounts that have been deactivated. Um, and then it, she simply goes to images.google.com, types in the person's name. Well, this really does make being a lawyer sound very simple, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> half the work is done. Yeah. You just use Google. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, oh, she'll need half of the money. No. Well, I've got the searches on Google. <laughs> Give voice all the money she wants. Um, <laughs> Those pictures are still those pictures are still accessible by us, and we can still print them, and we can still use them as evidence in your divorce case. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow, man! So anyway, that that's funny. Um, this is th- I'm not reading this whole article because it's way too fucking long for something obvious. Yeah. But but <laughs> but uh, let me send this so you guys can see the headline. But uh, surprise, surprise! Hotels don't always change the sheets between guests. I know that. That's funny. And I tell myself, <laughs> every time we go to a hotel, I ask for clean sheets, clean bedspreads, clean pillowcases, clean everything. I want clean um towels and everything. Right? But I like to ask for the shelves because they don't change the bed. I, you know, this is was pre-Febreze, but now I'm Febrezing every damn thing. No, they don't clean hotel rooms. Ugh. Yeah, I don't even, and I don't know what Karen's talking about. I don't be like, why you doing that? I'll be like, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Now, as a man, I do accept the fact that we are staying in a hotel room means we have we are sacrificing some cleanliness. Yes. Like I, it ain't like I like I don't like honestly I wouldn't right. either way if you did if you did like because they probably bring you some dirty ass sheets from another room or some shit like oh. we don't know what them sheets like we don't oh, know. Damn, <laughs> don't you own sheets then? <laughs> probably. I'm gonna start bringing a sleeping bag and sleeping yes. in that shit. <laughs> but it, but. You know, they say that so they're they're like conserving they are like I know like 
they'll have like these little things to say they're conserving you know the water or they're going quote unquote green so you know they'll say that you know they we won't bring you you know clean towels every time if you stay more than you know one night but um I'm pretty sure it goes for you know for the bed sheets too and they've been doing this forever yes, it's just that you know you, people never people really pay much attention Right. That's right, I, exactly. I just think people accept And they just assume they're in bed and the bed is made up. That means everything is clean. I think they accept it because it's, it's new to you. You know what I'm saying? You're like, it's new to me. I ain't slept here tonight. So I don't think, I think people just kind of know. And they don't, I don't think they really want to know. Ain't nobody walking in there with no damn, uh, what is that, white light or whatever. Oh, ain't nobody no telling what you see. Yeah. You see you don't see walls and the floors. Hell yeah. no. It's like this entire pillow is uh, is highlighted blue. Like it should oh, not be neon no, green. No, it should be. Uh, deputies find doctor and assistant having sex in a car using cocaine. Well, damn. <laughs> a doctor and physician assistant were arrested. <laughs> they were arrested Tuesday after security officers found them having sex and using cocaine in a car near Orange County Medical Center. Authorities released Friday. Wow. Security officers first spotted the couple sitting in a Mercedes around 2 p.m. in a parking structure next to Saddleback Medi- uh, Memorial Medical Center. 2 p.m. Damn, Danny, wait till it got dark. <laughs> That's why I call I, it a I, lunch break. Yes, I, 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 I guess when you get high, no matter what time it is. A little afternoon delight. Uh-huh. I can bet you they were listening to the Weekend album. Yeah, I think what it was that they was on that cocaine, but they knew they had that powerful cocaine cleansing piss test stuff, so they was going to be fine. Um, (laughs) Officers called deputies to the scene after they found the couple still inside the vehicle six hours later. Damn. What the fuck? Now that's only cocaine that can do that part. This nigga been fucking for six hours. (laughs) Only the cocaine was doing that. What do you want to do next? I don't know. Put on some journey. Like just, they had to be just in there bugging the fuck out. Wow. According to reports, the Orange County Sheriff's Department deputies Coach. arrived. Say that again. I said cocaine is Viagra. Yeah, it's the same oh, shit. They probably crushed the Viagra into cocaine. <laughs> what? <laughs> that damn not fucking for six hours? Come on, man. You need a break. <laughs> uh, uh, they they arrived to find a couple having sex and using large amounts of cocaine. What was it, Scarface? They must have had <laughs> huge amounts. Alan Marcus, sixty one. Oh, sixty one. Good God. And Amanda Aguirre, twenty nine. Was getting it in. He was getting it. He was he was robbing the crib. Getting it in. Wow, I'm surprised she didn't give him a fucking heart attack. I'm it's sorry. She was trying to kill that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. say that again. Get his <laughs> With the, I ever, he was trying to kill her. That's yeah. so sorry for her vagina walls. Seriously, man, that that job could not have been worth worth uh, the money that uh, she was getting paid. No. Um, internet porn apparently has <laughs> has transformed sexual desire. The study has found. So apparently, what we want sexually has really? changed because of the internet. A new book which analyzes a billion web searches from around the world highlights the way in which the internet apparently revolutionized sexual desires making taste once regarded as deviant more widespread uh, A Billion Wicked Thoughts by Agi Algas and Sai Gadam Goddamn! Nice. <laughs> right What kind of name is that? <laughs> maybe, maybe it's Gadam Yeah okay 
I'll say how the funny thing. <laughs> it's billed as the first massive research in the field of collection, collective sexual identity since the Kinsey Report in the mid 20th century. The New York Post recorded. Uh, yeah, that bastion of news uh, integrity. According to the uh, author's research, straight men enjoy a wider variety of erotica than previously thought, including sites devoted to elderly women and transsexuals. Wow. This goes right to the heart of what happened. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, the findings also indicated that straight men prefer heavy women to thin ones, and that straight. Uh, now that's true for me. I don't know. I, I would. I would say that. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a penis, but I, I don't think I want to poke a pole either. Yeah, I actually, I go ahead, Spade. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I don't. I don't like skinny girls. Me either, man. I actually had a uh, uh, another article that I'm not gonna do today, but it was about how this one porn site was actually. Trying to get women who are anorexic, like that's how thin they wanted these women. Ew. To yeah, I'm like that's just gross. Yes, it is. That is just absolutely gross, man. I, I, I mean, if I got to pick, give me yes. women. Wow. People have their fetishes, and I mean, it's, it's gross. But like I said, if you getting turned on by seeing a, a seven year old woman get gang banged, right. <laughs> I guess it's somebody like anorexia. Yeah, I'm just saying anorexia, like anorexia, is literally unhealthy. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like I don't yeah. know. I ain't trying to say like even the, I, like I wouldn't even want to watch one where it's like the woman's 400 pounds. Like to me, it's like that. Why, why are you doing this? Like that's that's y'all niggas. I've gone to the end of the internet. Y'all seen everything, <laughs> and y'all just know nothing will get your dick hard anymore. It's like I need to see. I need to see the twelve men having sex with, uh, you know, somebody's great grandma. Uh, um, let's see. The findings also indicated that okay, uh, gay men were found to enjoy straight porn in large numbers. I mean, I guess a dick is a dick, right? Uh, they, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why they. That's funny because most gay men think vagina is just disgusting. So I, yeah. I don't how they would want to even see that being penetrated but but you know what a lot of porns now uh actually do more penis shots don't ask me why because it's all about the girls but a lot of them do more penis shots on like the back and stuff like that i'm like okay why is, i'm like roger you watching you got balls in screen. Not, not, yeah, I'll, like, I'll go one further got, go ahead no i was just going to say like I, I i hate when they like have his dick and balls like and his ass all in the shit like come on man like can I fast? I, I usually just fast forward through that part. Like I can't stand to see that shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to see this nigga's nuts dog, like for a good ten minutes, man. Like really? Could yeah, that's certain. There's certain angles where I just go skip. Um, and and the thing, and then you know, and and, I, and, and if it's Wesley Pipes, that's even worse. Yeah. But um, the thing <laughs> also, the thing also though, I wonder for gay dudes or gay people checking out straight porn, if it's kind of like how dudes will check out two chicks having sex. Which is technically gay porn, but but it's actually pretty hot. <laughs> it might be like that. So too. maybe it's like that, where it's like, yeah, hey, well, I guess. I don't different, need to be, yeah. I don't need to be involved. Yeah, be involved. You know what's funny? Um, I don't like watching two women. Yeah, I'm not a huge I'm not a huge fan either, but I know that's a lot of dudes' fantasy. I've been called gay because I didn't like to watch two women. <laughs> that's actually happened in the uh, no. was it like uh, some type of 
I was in Black, as a matter of fact, it was the Black Planet News Forum. That's where that happened, where they were talking about uh, two women being together and watching it, whether or not that's like a typical male fantasy. That's tip, My fantasy doesn't include just two women and watching them. My fantasy includes me in between two women. So watching these two women do it seems almost like a waste to me. It's like, come on now. Y'all right. wasting, <laughs> y'all wasting yeah. time. Y'all, y'all wasting all this good pussy on each other. Come on now. We got to <laughs> put me in the middle of that. It'd be so much better. That's funny you say that because the the boyfriend that you know I did the anal sex stuff with, he despised like anything threesome related as far as for two girls and a guy. Wow. And, yeah, like he thought that was just. I'm not. I'm not into that shit either, though. But uh, he thought not attractive. I mean, just not. He wouldn't watch it at all. Like he just thought it was disgusting. Not so right. much of would participate in it. Right. He just thought it was just just. Nasty. Oh, nah, I definitely would watch it. And, and even, I would even watch two chicks. It just, it ain't really my thing, but I would definitely watch it. It's not like a, you know, turn the, turn the TV off thing, but it's, but yeah, a lot of times the problem I have with those two chick scenes is that there's not normally two chicks I would find attractive. Like, it's normally, really? no, nah, it's normally not. It's normally like, uh, two chick, cause there's not a lot of, like, black porn like that. There was a lot of, like, white porn like that, and it's normally like two skinny chicks or some shit, or, bunch of fake titties and shit and I'm just like you know what no and then even even then when it's two chicks if it's not like uh kind of sensual and believable what's the fucking point y'all y'all just yelling and screaming at each other like two fucking dudes like yeah get in my pussy fuck me I'm like, like I don't even like that with the two girls like I guess cause I watch it so much so much porn like I just if it's just like the basic like the two girls eating each other out I, I can't watch it because it's boring to me but yeah. it has to be yeah. something in there like a strap on or you know something about the I woman, just think man. it's cool when they actually are being sensual about it you know what I'm saying like when it's if it's just gonna fuck them like these steroid up dudes then why then yeah you do have kind of defeated the purpose of just the two chicks and if you're not gonna be kind of hot I don't see the sensual stuff I, I don't. That would bore me to death, to be honest. What would? If it's just like kissing and all that. Mm, I'm yeah, I'm not by, by central. I don't mean just kissing, but I mean like you know, take your time with that shit. You gotta just run up yeah, in. Yeah, see. Like that's turning it off. Yeah, that, like that's kind of the like the, that's kind of like with the uh, with the dude porn. You know, I always skip past when they just talking to the chick. Cause really, do I need her opinion on life? No. But <laughs> but like. <laughs> With the chick, with his two chicks, the reason you went and got two chicks is so that people can see the, the, them fucking with each other and teasing each other and shit. That's why you did that, you know what I'm saying? To make it a little different. And, cause that's the part I don't care about when it's just two, uh, dude and a chick. I'm like, I don't care about y'all. Right. But, like, it with, with two girls, I mean, that's not all when they do have sex. I mean, that's just not all what they do. Like, you right. know, it, it, you, you know what I'm saying? You can be with a woman and, you know, you get it rough. You know, right. yeah, I don't mind that. Doing with like two girls, and you know they're not butch like. You know, right. what I'm saying it has to be very, very sensual. But I mean, nah, you know, I feel you. It, I don't want it to be boring either. You know what I'm saying? I feel you on that. I, I want. I agree. I, I mean, I would definitely skip it. And like I said, it's not really my thing in the first place. But I just want to say, there's been some scenes where I was like, oh yeah, okay, I see what y'all are getting into. <laughs> and then there's been some, but for the majority of them, I can tell you within 30 seconds if I even gonna watch that shit, cause I just be like, this, y'all ain't about to right. do shit. Um, anyway, man, so it says here, um, though the information sent them to Japanese anime sites, 
exceptionally popular among straight men or yeah, watch that hentai hentai yeah that's the tentacle porn and shit or to cockle porn what's a cockle porn we talked about this before oh. <laughs> the dark cavern shit like where like the husband is there watching this black dude fuck his wife oh oh yeah. okay and it goes far like sometimes they'll like eat the sperm out of the woman's vagina when oh, the dude say yes I'm uh, yes I saw it before it caught me so fucking off guard cause it was not even on my register of things that could be possible you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it turned, it turned into like an episode of Jackass. Where I was just like, no, no, <laughs> no one would do this, and he did it. And I was like, oh, and like, how do you look at the dude at? Like, how does he look at the black dude after that? Like, can they? Like, y'all can't kick it. Y'all can't go to the store together. Like, you can't meet, you can't meet this dude for a beer. Like, if I ever see you anywhere, it's like you ate my sperm. Uh, yes. Yeah, he, no respect at all. No respect, dog. I don't even. And like, I felt, I actually felt bad for the black dude because I was like, you just wanted to fuck this chick. I guarantee you didn't know about the sperm eating part. There was no, no. way they that didn't you tell you that about was cool. that one. No. Uh, but yeah, yeah. cockroach is like where men are forced to watch their wives have sex with someone else. They always make it seem like they're forced to, but no, no. That, that's, that's everybody's in agreement with yeah, that. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, the dude ain't tied up and shit. Like the niggas just sitting there, like, oh, wait till Jerome gets done. Um, <laughs> it unearthed an even more surprising find that eighty percent of all internet searches are composed of just twenty interests, according to search engine Dogpal, which provided authors with search data from Google, Yahoo, and Bing. The top ten sex-related searches include variations on youth, thirteen point five percent, breast, four percent. Cheating wives, 3.4%. <laughs> why is that somebody's, like, what? I don't know. I do like, but I do I like. I used the top, one of the top that's ones. That's what I was about that's to say. Of, yeah, that's the kids. Perfect. Oh, no, I already told y'all, man. The, the, the variations on youth, I told y'all, that shit's kind of sick. I don't even get off on that. Where it's just like, barely 18. Oh, let me. Yeah, the barely 18. Oh, that's gross. That ain't my it's like on some R. Kelly shit, like by 18, like by teenage, do you mean 18? Right, yeah, that's gross. <laughs> like, I've seen ones at the beginning of it, it'll be like, hey, it's your birthday, let's look at your license, here's your birthday, I'm like, oh, skip. <laughs> that girl might, I might see her at, a, at picking at somebody's bus stop or something, no I thank know. you. Um, the research, <laughs> the research as I can tell is pretty damn sound, says Dr. Steven Snyder, a sex therapist. Um, they worked very hard to acquire a large data set and they found some very, very interesting stuff. Web porn has changed everything, said the book's co-author. God damn! Um, <laughs> whereas, whereas once men may have had access to unique sets of sexual triggers, now that they do, and now that we know large numbers of men are searching for them, perhaps male desire is evolving. I just say, no, now you can track it. Motherfuckers have always wanted to see whatever it is. That's right. You know, so y'all just picking the freaky shit, man. Like, oh, see, this is the worst. Anyway, <laughs> this has been another episode of the Blackout Tips podcast. It went by so fast. It did. Yes. Yeah. It did. We found out about everything. We found out about, uh, Deidre fucking that dude in the ass more. <laughs> found out that, uh, that, that Mr. Span does not like to watch two women 
in porn. He's, he's like, what's what the double side dealio with that? Yeah, that's a waste of pussy, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I'm not judging, man. I'm not judging. <laughs> you know, even the dude that got fucked in the ass, this is a judgment free zone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, hey, man, whatever, whatever floats your boat, man. Um. And, <laughs> Uh, and uh, we also talked about all kinds of annoying shit in porn. And I forgot to bring up the most annoying shit in porn. That talking ass cameraman from Bang Bros. God damn, nigga, shut oh, the fuck up. The worst. Didn't nobody tune into your comedy hour, dog? You know what? I almost don't like that series no more. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, Bang Bros. No, thank you. Yeah, man. He is the worst. And the thing is, like, some of them, he's not the cameraman, so that's how they trick you. Like, sometimes it's like, oh, this is excellent. This is the greatest one. But then, then every once in a while you click on one and it's that motherfucker talking again. <laughs> and the first time, the first time he was like, get it, nigga. And he's like dapping a white boy. And then you see his hand is white. You're like, man, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, um, make sure you guys check out our guest websites. Of course, Mr. Span, uh, from thespanreport.com. Mm-hmm. Check out his podcast, The Span Report. It is on iTunes and Span has two ends in it. Uh, of course, Miss Music Lover, aka Deidre. Make sure you check out her website, MissMusicLover99.com. And of course, she's a member of Where's My 40 Acres podcast. Uh, so you definitely want to check her out, uh, on there if you're not already doing so. You know, maybe you go to her site, click on that donate button. I'll see you soon there. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and also, you don't, you also blog for ZillaSays.com. And all these lo- links will be in the show notes. Um, so thank you for that. Um, yeah, what, and Karen? also, uh, we, I would also like to thank, uh, Mr. Span. We recorded with him this morning. Yeah, and I'll send him the audio for that and everything will be up in a few days. Um, yeah. So look out for us on fun. that. Yes, yeah, and also, uh, look out for me on Christopher and Sandy Check. Me, him, and Feed on Black did a show earlier today, too. Yeah, you're a podcasting beast, Karen. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Brandon ain't got shit on me. <laughs> I mess with him. Um, so make sure you guys do all that stuff. Uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Roderick's Prime. I'm say that again. That is in D A T. Deidre is Miss Music Lover. M S Music Lover. And Mr. Span is Mr. Underscore Span. S P A N N. Um, hit up our website. You know, theblackoutists.com. Make sure you go to email us, theblackoutists at gmail.com. Voicemail, 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail. We respond to those on Saturday mornings. Um, and until next time, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah.
gonna do right here is we gonna smooth it out. Come on.